Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got a lot to talk about. Unbelievable amount of news to discuss over the next hour or so. And then we're going live at 7 p.m. like we normally do. Lamar Jackson has been franchise tagged, but it has not been the exclusive tag. He's been slapped with the non-exclusive tag, which means he can negotiate with whatever team he wants. Whatever team wants to negotiate with him can negotiate with him, assuming that team has a first and second rounder in 2023 and 2024. Meaning the Miami Dolphins can't negotiate with him because they don't have a first rounder in 2023. So this is crazy. Number two. The Atlanta Falcons are not going to pursue Lamar Jackson, according to sources, which is head-scratchingly disappointing and very, very weird, to be honest with you. I hope this report is wrong, but Diana Rossini uh, from ESPN is reporting that the Falcons will not pursue Lamar Jackson. Heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. And then on this front right here, we have Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner lobbying for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers given permission, the Jets given permission to speak. The Jets are flying out to see Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we got the Falcons talk. We got Barkley and Danny Dimes talk. The fantasy football show begins right now. Fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? My name is Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show, and boy, do we have a lot to discuss today. This is uh, some of the biggest news we've had pretty much the entire offseason, and and I've been waiting just because things have been changing by the hour, and I didn't want to jump live and not have the Lamar Jackson has been tagged news to, to lead with because we knew that was going to be coming down, and I wanted to lead with that. In this, So here we are, 27 minutes and 13 uh, seconds away from the window, franchise window uh, closing. The ability to tag a player will close. That means Danny Dimes, and I'm refreshing my screen every single second, Danny Dimes or Saquon Barkley is going to get franchise tagged, right? Wrong. It's going to be Danny Dimes. If they don't work out a long-term deal, it's going to be Danny Dimes that ends up getting franchise tag, which means that Saquon Barkley will hit free agency. But let's start off with this Lamar Jackson news and dig right into it. I'll keep looking for uh, the Danny Dimes franchise tag, which we heard was going to happen 30 minutes before. They were going to give Danny Dimes a time, uh, and they were going to maybe franchise tag him 30 minutes before. Here we go. Lamar Jackson, uh, first off, unbelievably shocked that... The Falcons are not interested in pursuing Lamar Jackson, according to ESPN's Diane Russini. But Lamar Jackson slapped with the franchise tag. Slapped with the franchise tag, but not with the tag that you think. Not with the tag that I predicted he'd be tagged with. I don't understand what the move is here for the Ravens. 
Uh, Ravens have, have released this. Having not reached a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson, we will use the franchise tag. There have been many instances across the league and in Baltimore when a player has been designated with the franchise tag and signed a long-term deal with that same team. That's their hope, obviously. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar, and we are hopeful that we can strike a long-term deal that is fair to both Lamar and the Ravens. Our ultimate goal is to build a championship team with Lamar Jackson leading the way for many years to come. This coming from uh, the Baltimore Ravens general manager, Eric DaCosta, who has obviously been in the news a lot lately because of the way things have been operating in uh, Baltimore. And Bateman's been upset at him, talk, calling him out, saying, you know, you don't care about your players. And number eight, blaming everybody, blaming the wide receivers, blaming number eight. There's a lot of turmoil going on in Baltimore. And let me tell you right now that it would not be shocking in the in the least if Lamar had zero interest in going back. It also wouldn't shock me at all if Lamar Jackson had uh, 80% of him wanted to go back and play football in his home where he's been building up his career. Like, these players are attached to their, their homes sometimes. Like, uh, Aaron Rodgers, shockingly, probably has a big, strong inc- inclination to go back home to Green Bay, despite knowing that if he goes to New York, he could win a championship. And anybody wants to laugh about the, the New York Jets winning a championship with Aaron Rodgers under center, guess what? They have arguably the best defense in the entire National Football League. I predict they will be the number one defense in the National Football League in 2023 with the with the commanding of Aaron Rodgers under center. Lamar Jackson being tagged with the non-exclusive tag means such a different thing than if they had slapped the exclusive tag on him, which the exclusive tag would have meant there's no exchange in first-round picks if anybody wants to come take him because no one can come take him. But now with the non-exclusive tag, there's a cost of two first-rounders for any team that slaps an offer sheet in front of Lamar Jackson. Let's say, let's say the, uh, let's say the the Raiders come to him, which is so interesting. The Falcons aren't in play. I cannot believe the Falcons are no longer in play. The Raiders come in and say, "Here's the offer sheet, Lamar." Here's the offer sheet. We're going to give you $200 million guaranteed. We'll give you $350 on a deal. It's uh, seven and a half, whatever. Here it is, seven and a half years. Let's do this, okay? We'll, we'll give you the half a year. <laughs> we'll give you a weird little contract, Lamar. There you go, seven and a half years. <laughs> we'll give you we'll give you uh, $200 million guaranteed. We'll get you a car. We'll get you a wide receiver. Promise we'll get you a wide receiver. Brand new shiny wide receiver. And they bring this offer. The Falcons, or the Falcons. I wish it was the Falcons. The Ravens will come take the offer sheet, look at it, and go, hmm, let's let's go ahead and examine this offer sheet. Okay, uh, yeah, 200 mil, that, that's a pass from us. We offered him 130. This is ridiculous. Go ahead and take him. We're not going to sign him to the offer sheet. We will not match it. And uh, uh, sorry, C-Mac, but the, the number one defense is probably going to be the, the New York football Jets, my, my guy. I think you guys have a good defense, but what what comes when you have a great quarterback situation, it can play in to the the defense, keep the defense fresh. We know what happened to the Niner defense. I think the Niner defense is going to be up there for sure. You guys are going to be one to five. You'll dance in the one to five territory. But until your quarterback situation is locked down, uh, similar to why the Jets didn't appear to be number one because they they couldn't keep their defense fresh. The Jets are going to be the number one defense in the National Football League in 2023. And it's going to be amazing to watch. But I appreciate you being here, my guy. And, and I, I'm, I'm rooting for, for Bur- uh, Purdy's surgery to, to go well and everything to, to him for him to recover well. I heard he could be ready for September. Very, very hard to imagine that, that being the case, though. Lamar Jackson is absolutely going to be pursued by 
multiple teams. We're talking a handful of teams. And at the cost of two first-rounders, that is crazy. He commands three. He commands maybe more. And Lamar to Miami can't happen, Andre, Andres. It can't happen. That's the crazy part. Atlanta's out, and Miami's prohibited from negotiating with Lamar Jackson because they don't have a first-round pick. They don't have a first-round pick in order to negotiate with Lamar Jackson while under the non-exclusive tag. You are required to have a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 first-round pick. So Miami Mike and the Miami Dolphins can't even, they're prohibited from negotiating with Lamar Jackson. Could they still negotiate with the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, they could work out a trade still, but this is highly unlikely because Baltimore didn't want to necessarily go this route anyway. And as read on that on this release by the GM uh, uh, Eric uh, Eric DaCosta, this they're still trying to work out a negotiation, a long term deal. So the Miami Dolphins are are not are not are not able or allowed to negotiate with Lamar Jackson in this process. So. It is, it is going to be potentially the Raiders. It's going to be potentially the Carolina Panthers are going to get into this mix. Um, if we look at the, the QB board, um, by the way, I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm live whenever news breaks, like this video right here. And I'm live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, midnight Eastern. Hit that thumb up button. We got 130, 130 people in here and only 26 thumbs up. Those are rookie numbers. Okay, so if we look at this, this situation right here, we got... We got Aaron Rodgers potentially going to uh, going to the New York Jets, but guess who's also in the mix now? Lamar L- Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is now in the mix for a New York Jet potential landing spot. The Ravens are out. I can't believe the Ravens are out on looking for a quarterback. This is upsetting unless they have a plan of attack to move up and potentially get Anthony Richardson. Or something along those lines. So the Falcons are out. The Falcons don't want a quarterback. This is crazy according to Diana Diana Russini. So you have the Raiders. The Miami Dolphins can't participate. As I just mentioned. The Jets, the Raiders, the Bucks, the Saints are out obviously. The Panthers, this this is crazy. The options, this might be why... Maybe they knew the Falcons were out and why they slapped a, the $32 million non-exclusive tag on them. I don't know if the Jets will become in play. Aaron Rodgers could step on that right away. No one is trading for a CTE Tua, says Nate. Um, wouldn't a team just want wait until after the draft to see whether they can get... Bro, who's going to wait though, Anthony, when you have to make a decision? If you want Lamar, he's going immediately. He's going right now. You can't wait until after the draft. If you want Lamar Jackson... And you're the let's say you're the Falcons. You have to strike now. You can't wait. And so the Falcons better go after Anthony Richardson. Uh, this is going to be crazy, bro. This is going to be crazy. So back to the the news. Let's break. Keep breaking it down. Uh, Lamar Jackson cannot go to the Miami Dolphins unless there's a trade that's worked out between um, the two clubs that is unrelated to the non-exclusive tag, meaning they can't negotiate with Lamar Jackson, which is going to be very hard to negotiate a trade because guess what? Even if they negotiate a trade. The Miami Dolphins and the in the uh, Baltimore Ravens it has to be after this franchise tag situation, which he's probably gone by the end of it. So the Miami Dolphins are pretty much out unless nobody comes with an offer sheet, right? If nobody comes with an offer sheet, or the 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 Baltimore Ravens accept an offer 
you know, the, let's say somebody comes in and brings an offer and the Baltimore Ravens match it and don't send the two first rounders to the, 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 the offering team and they retain Lamar and then trade him to Miami on the new, on the, the new contract that they just signed. That's the only thing that can happen. The Miami Dolphins are out. It's unfortunate, but they, they don't have a first-round pick. Now, I don't know if they could trade for a first-round pick and be involved or if it's too late. That part I don't know. We'd have to look into the league rules for that. Uh, but here's here's the uh, here's the report here. Ravens sent notice to the NFLPA that they are placing the $32.4 million non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means teams can now start negotiating with them, send him an offer sheet, and then the Baltimore Ravens have to match it. If they match it, they keep them. If they don't match it, they get two first-round picks from the offering team. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The odds of Lamar Jackson being gone are great. Why are they great? Because a team like the Las Vegas Raiders, who are, they are in a pickle. They are in a pickle. The team, a team like the Jets, who may don't, maybe don't know what Aaron Rodgers' interest is. And they'll know very, very soon because they're flying out to meet with him. If the Jets or the Raiders can't pull off the Aaron Rodgers move, and let's say Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay. Or if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and the Raiders didn't pull off the Aaron Rodgers move. Or if the Raiders acquire Aaron Rodgers and the Jets fail to get him. It is Lamar or bust. It's Lamar or bust for both the Jets and both the Raiders. I'm not saying the Jets can't be a good team. I'm not saying under Mike White, if they bring Mike White back, the Jets can't potentially make a, a little Detroit Lion attempt at a playoff run this year. I think all that's possible, but that's the extent of where they, they go if they end up not getting this big-time signal caller or trade up in the draft and get one of the big three quarterbacks or even big four quarterbacks. But if Lamar Jackson is the only option in play for the Raiders and the Jets, it's going to be a bidding war. There's no way these two teams in a desperation play are going to lowball a contract to Lamar and allow the Baltimore Ravens to match said offer. Okay? They match said offer. Here's the other thing that people don't understand is the offer sheets get presented to Lamar. He's got to accept the offer sheet. You can't come to him and say, I want you for $90 million guaranteed and the Ravens match it. It's not the way it works. So Lamar Jackson could play on the $32 million tag that the Baltimore Ravens slapped on him and still negotiate a long-term deal. Still at the end of it, if no offer sheet is signed, the Baltimore Ravens could still give him the $32 million, work out a long-term deal, or work out a trade and still send him packing on the $32 million deal. It's not a, a be-all, end-all, but because it's he's Lamar, because he's easily worth two first-rounders because he was worth, worth three, the Ravens screwed up, in my opinion. This $32 million versus $40, $45 million difference in salary for 2023, assuming an offer sheet doesn't come slapping down that, that Lamar loves, and Lamar signs it, and then the Ravens come in and say $240 million guaranteed, take them. That two two first rounders, they could have got three. I don't even understand why they would do this. They now they don't even get to decide which team they get the first rounders from. It comes from the offering team. To me, this is a grave mistake. I don't really understand why, 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 why Lamar Jackson, unless this is in the script and it's all been scripted. The script strikes again. I, 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 for the life of me, don't understand why the Baltimore Ravens went down this path. 
He's so electric and so likely to get snagged and so likely to get overpaid by the team that is des- in desperation mode, which is going to be either the Las Vegas Raiders or the New York Jets or potentially the Carolina Panthers. One of these teams is going to be in such desperation mode, they will ensure they pay him Deshaun Watson money so that the Baltimore Ravens, who have been refusing to ink him to a deal, and maybe they will at the end of the day. Who knows? Maybe they say, we'll, we'll match whatever gets slapped down. We're just trying to save a buck. We have tr- a trust in the process that, that no other team's going to be willing to pay what he wanted anyway. So if he accept, accepts something, we will match it. And then he'll come over and play for our club on the, the smaller amount that he was trying to negotiate up when he was negotiating with us. We don't know. We have no idea. But what we do know is there's a high likelihood of a team coming in like the Jets, the Raiders, or the Panthers saying, hey, we are in desperation mode. Give him Deshaun Watson money. And to be honest with you, everybody in here saying that it's too much, $230 million guaranteed deal. No way he's getting that. Let me tell you something. The salary cap went up. 20% over the last two years is going up another 20 to 22% projected over the next two years. $230 million guaranteed is going to be nothing in two and a half, three years from now. It's gonna, it's not going to be, I shouldn't say nothing, but it's going to be probably something that's on the borderline of not even being a top five contract for quarterbacks at that moment in time. Three years from today, Deshaun Watson's deal will be at the bottom end of the top five, if not outside the top five quarterback numbers for the 2026 20 or 2027 season on. So it's going to get bigger. These contracts are going to get bigger and they're going to be more expensive. The salary cap's going up. The injection of Amazon and YouTube money will have the cap going up 20 to 22, 20 to 25% in two years time. And so now is the time to overpay on a Lamar income to a seven to 10 year deal and have him at what is a reasonable amount three and four years from now, okay? These teams are desperate enough to potentially overpay, and I think the Baltimore Ravens won't go down the $230 million guaranteed deal uh, road. They are reportedly $100 million off of Lamar Jackson's expectation. Now, maybe they've crept closer and closer, but we're sitting at a a, a potential teeter-tottering point where Lamar's going elsewhere assuming the offering team's willing to pay him what he wants. And I think they know that. I think the Raiders know that if they don't throw 230 to 240 to $250 million down, if they don't throw that down on the table, then Lamar Jackson is going to get a, a, an offer matched by the Baltimore Ravens. Okay? that's That will, that we know. It has to, they have to come with the thunder. They have to come with the thunder on this off on this offer sheet if they want to secure Lamar Jackson. Now we'll we'll circle back to Lamar. We're going to A-Rod real quick. First in the building tonight. Appreciate everybody being here. Uh let me move this over. I'm bumping things all around. First in the building tonight was I believe uh Klondike, followed by Ben, followed by Frank, followed by Space Ricky, followed by Ron Navy and the OJ and Travis and Jeb and appreciate every single one of you in here. If I missed a super chat, I will get to it. If I see a super chat come across, I will I will pay it attention uh right away. Okay. So uh what's up, uh, Alejandro? Appreciate you being here. Aaron Rodgers. Um this news right here, this is all such interesting stuff right now. This is such interesting stuff. Um, I think we got a phone call here real quickly. Hold on. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Yo, I, I hear myself, but who am I talking to? You're live. 
Hello? Oh, is this Smitty? Uh, is this, uh, who is this? Is this Klondike? TFC. Who? Fantasy Commission. What's up, man? Is this Smitty? Uh, yeah, bro, bro, you're live. What can I do for you? Oh, I just been talking yeah. about Lamar. Okay, go ahead, bro. What's up? All right, call back, bro. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're getting hung up on. I I don't care who you are. You got to call and you're ready. We're live. We're breaking news. The, the show's flowing here. You can't be like, hold on. Let me adjust my, my tripod so I can read said statement. Call back, Kamish, if you want to be on again. But you got to be ready. You got to be ready, bro. Um, okay, so here, here's what we're talking about here. Aaron Rodgers now. Sauce Gardner is rallying and lobbying for this man to come here. Sauce Gardner dropping this little sweet number right here. He says, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. So this is a, 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 a plea. And you love this because this is, this is what Aaron Rodgers wants. This is what you need. This is what you absolutely must have. Uh, it's like a full minute delay. Well, you shouldn't, you should be listening to me on the phone, bro. Not on the, on the, on the YouTube channel, because it is always delayed when you call into a YouTube show. So dial in again, if you'd like to discuss more, but we'll, we'll attack it from there. Okay. This, uh, this right here, New York jets have flown, uh, two individuals on a private plane to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person per sources. They land soon. Um, the Green Bay Packers have given New York permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers. That is going on right now. And 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 again, the crazy part is this Atlanta Falcon news that the Atlanta Falcons are not pursuing quarterbacks, uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson at least. And so that's crazy. That's absolutely insane because now it makes the New York Jets the most attractive landing spot. The Falcons were attractive. To be honest with you, the, the Jets are most attractive because they have the number one defense in the National Football League in 2023. Said me. Per source, me. And and if the Falcons are out, the Jets are by far the most attractive spot. The the, Ra the, the Raiders are attractive from an offensive weaponry standpoint, but they have a bottom four defense. That's why Derek Carr failed. It didn't He didn't fail because he's a bad quarterback. He failed because of a defense and, and a lack of support. Uh, okay, so uh, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Tell me you're ready. Hello? Yeah, this is, this, yeah, this is Steven. I, have I got you, Smitty? You've got me, Steven. Let's go. What do you got for me? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Yeah, talk a little bit about the Lamar situation. Look, I, I've been a Ravens fan ever since uh, Peyton Manning retired. Yeah. I've been watching this team. That, that You're always going to have defense. It's predicated on defense. Uh, there there have been issues other than the tight end position about people talking about wide receiver or whatever. Lamar does not mean as much as what people think in that offense. Now, I'm telling you, you can take Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, you, uh, and I am looking forward to see. Uh, they, uh, I was wondering myself, when, when they uh, uh, put the franchise tag before 330 on Lamar, they knew he was gone. I'm telling you, but we here, knew he was gone. Right, right. They're, but here, here's the take, thing, Stephen. Though, here, take Tyler Huntley, Stephen, and they're going, and we're going to roll with him. We're going to win. Stephen, here, it. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You don't even know what your offense is yet, because Munkin's creating a whole new offense. So it's like when you say that that you don't need Lamar in that offense, you don't even have an offense yet. And I'm, I'm not trying to come down on on the on the Ravens. Really, I'm just saying that you don't have an offense yet. 
So we don't even know what quarterback fits it, which is one one more reason why Lamar's gone. Lamar has to come back and learn a new offense no matter what. If he comes back to the Ravens, he learns a new offense. He goes elsewhere, he learns a new offense. They've just made it that much easier for Lamar to say, I'm going to walk away because this is all changing I, I, anyway. And look, I, I, completely, I completely support Lamar in that. I love Lamar. I, I started following Lamar at, uh, after uh, Peyton Manning retired. And, and I, I've been there for him. Like, look, if he wins a Super Bowl, whether it's Atlanta or whatever, I wish the kid well. You know what I mean? But I'm saying business is business. And the Baltimore Ravens are not far off of a Super Bowl with what they have right now. And I think people are discounting Tyler Huntley. I think Tyler Huntley can be a, uh, a really good uh, uh, quarterback uh, for them for a hell of a lot cheaper. Draft another one. Hey, uh, uh, look. If you get two, if you get two first for if you get two first for Lamar, you're going to have one this year, and you got the twenty second. They can flip them, and they can go up, and they can pick an Anthony Richardson or whatever. You don't know what the hell they're going to do. But I'm telling you, the defense is set, and uh, hey, the Ravens are not far off. Hey, Stephen. First of all, I appreciate you. Okay, so don't take any of this the wrong way. And, and I totally respect your opinion. And your opinion's your opinion. I'm wrong all the time. I, I say it. I say a hundred thousand things a year. I go live every day. I'm live sometimes two and three times a day. I'm live sometimes oh, five. I'm to sure seven. to be wrong. So, I'm always wrong. Right. right. So I, I'm not That's saying I'm hundred. I'm not saying I'm hundred percent on this. But I will say, Stephen. I will say say this. The Ravens without Lamar Jackson are unless they draft. Anthony Richardson, which is the only thing that you said that I would I would swing back and say, okay, you have a point here. If they were to trade up and get Anthony Richardson, you guys wouldn't be far off to getting back to where you were because I like Anthony Richardson in the right spot. So that's thinking that Munkin's going to do a great job with them. That's thinking he's going to be supported. But guess what? You, you guys don't support him. You've not given him wide receivers. When he's finally cultivated and created a wide receiver on his own, you guys trade away Hollywood Brown. You guys want to go run heavy with an all-ACL team in J.K. Dobbins and Gus the Bus, which ultimately relies on... I tried to tell the story the other day. This is like when I got a hamster when I was little. I, t- I promised my dad I would take care of it. I promised he wouldn't have to do a thing. And what did the hamster do? Got his leg caught in the cage, jumped dislocated it. He was really hard to take care of, and I left him. I left him. My dad had to come and take care of him every single day. He dreaded the decision he made. To this day, I'll never get a hamster or a gerbil. Okay? Never. But you know what You know what my point is? Right. That This I, team's, I, hey, I yeah, this exactly team says, hey, I understand exactly this team says, hold on, now the, the, the audience might not, so hang tight. They're not as, maybe everyone needs to know where I'm going with this. If the Ravens said, hey, we're going to go ahead and run the ball more. Lamar, Lamar, we'll handle it. You don't have to do a single thing. We've got J.K. Dobbins. Is he, hold on a second. Is he off the crutches yet? We've got Gus the bus. Is Gus is Gus out of the boot? Is Gus out of also the walking leg cast, uh, the ACL cast? Yeah. We're going to handle it. Lamar, I promise you, we're going to run more. You don't have to do a thing. Guess what Lamar does? Runs more than ever. Guess what happens? Lamar gets hurt. You know, it, it's it, the thing is, bro, the, I don't trust the Baltimore Ravens. And I hate to say this. Please don't get mad at me. You're my boy, Steven. I want you to be here for the long term. I'm not in. Okay. I, look, here, hold what on. I want Lamar to do hold is on. I want Lamar to be able to go where he can be uh, free uh, from uh, this whole deal. But I'm a Ravens fan first, and business is business. Yeah, okay. And so- the fact of the matter is, if Lamar's gone, he's gone. If he stays, he stays. 
Oh God! As a Ravens fan, honestly, with with all of the the, the uh, round and round bullshit, I don't really care. Okay, hey, hey, I got to go. Yeah, okay. Hold, hold on one second. You're either, you're either going to have to crap or you're going to have hey. to get off the pot one way okay, or the okay. other. Okay, okay, and you're going to have to st- stay forward. muted real quick. Stay muted or, or get off the pot as well. Stay right there. Hang on, Stephen. I got to report this. But a four-year deal uh, worth $160 million with $35 million more in upside uh, heading to Daniel Jones for the New York Giants, which means that Saquon Barkley's getting franchise tagged. I don't know if I'm clapping for this or not because we all kind of wanted Saquon Barkley to head elsewhere potentially because there might have been more glory with another squad. All my callers, stay, stay, uh, hang tight real quick. Just stay on mute. Uh, so let me put this on screen here. Daniel Jones inking a mass. Who are, who are Lamar suitors? Steven! I mean, hold Steven! Who's going to give up two first round picks for Lamar on the non exclusive? Steven, day? hang tight. I said that's what he was going to get to begin with. Hang tight, Steven. Okay. Hang tight. Just go go yeah. ahead and go on mute just real quick while I break some news here. Unless you want to take over. Uh, hold on one second. Okay, No, Steven. no, no. I, I, look, you go ahead. It's your channel. You uh, control the shots. Break the news. Okay. Hang tight. Just mute yourself. Hang tight. I want you to stay there, but I need you to, to hold. Stand down. Hold. Steven, hold. Okay. Here is, here is the <laughs> here is the, the news. $160 million four-year deal, $35 million more in upside. Bro, this means that this means that we have we have Barkley staying on the tag. They've been working endlessly to race to get one of Barkley or Danny Dimes signed to a, a long-term deal so that Barkley could stay. And and Dable pulled it off. Now I'm not mad because I did want Barkley to maybe go to Philly or maybe go to Buffalo or go to Cincinnati or go somewhere amazing that could have just amplified his ability just a little bit more Sa- and given him Saquon Barkley Steven! when healthy is a top two running back pure uh, athleticism in the league period. Hey, per- Steven, I had to let you go. Please call back in a minute if you could stay on mute. Call back in a minute, Stephen. I know you're, you're trying to try out for the co-host of the show, but I need you to be quiet while I break the news. Stephen, call back if you'd like, but please go on mute. So Danny Dimes getting a massive deal. We could talk about whether he's worth it or not in a second. But four years, 160, this is more to do with Saquon Barkley than it does with Danny Dimes. Because Barkley's now going to be a giant yet again. He's going to be tagged. We'll get that news in about four seconds. Uh, we'll get that news in about four seconds. The compensation I heard for Daniel Jones' deal was Dak Prescott. The guy put Dad Prescott. Dad Prescott and Matthew Stafford uh, was Dad Prescott. Look at this. What's he What's he writing? What's Fowler writing here? He says, what's Fowler writing here? Dad Prescott and Matthew Stafford, who both came in at four years, 160, with high guarantees, Appears to be where the Giants and Jones landed. Uh, let's screenshot this and send this. I don't know. It, he's, he's typing fast. I don't blame him. Sometimes my autocorrect is crazy. But uh, th- you know, this man, this man's got a. He's got uh, you know, he's got to check his uh, his tweet there. His little his little tweeter. He's dropping out there. Uh, comparative to Dad Prescott. Can we get a couple dad emojis in the live chat? Can we get a couple dad emojis in the live chat for Dad Prescott? I like this new nickname. From now on. I, I initiate. Hold on, let me get my cane. From now on, from now on, I hereby anoint Dak Prescott as now 
Dad Prescott. We dropped dad emojis in the live chat. You are anointed now. Dad Prescott, kind sir, Dak. Uh, unbelievable. This is why I waited to go live. I, everyone was like, Smitty, why aren't you live yet? 16 minutes. It's been 20 minutes since the, the news about Aaron Rodgers. We waited until everything came coming in all at once. And now we're discussing it all on one live stream, which is absolutely magnificent. We have 187 of you beautiful people in here. Please punch that thumb up button. We got 73 thumbs up. So we'll, we'll discuss this one. This right here, Dad Prescott, we're tucking that one away for later in case we need to reference it. Uh, the, the tag deadline is here. It is 4 p.m. Eastern, 4.02 p.m. Eastern. So this means that we will be hearing a, we'll be seeing a tweet in one second. I, I imagine very, very few amount of seconds we will be seeing a Saquon Barkley has been franchise tagged. I'm looking for it. I'm looking. Giants are sending the franchise tag for Saquon Barkley per source. I knew it. I knew it. It was coming downstream. Here it is. Let me drag this one on screen. So much news. So much news. Steven's calling in again. Steven, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show, but hang tight for me on mute if you could, kind sir. Okay? 10-4, sir. Thank you. Yeah, sir. Over and out. All right. Here we go. Saquon Barkley. Let's put this news on screen here. Saquon Barkley getting the tag. This is from Jeremy Fowler. Uh, Giants are sending in... Uh, the franchise tag for Barkley. So let's see if they got the, let, Wouldn't it be crazy if they missed the cutoff? This happened three minutes ago. Wouldn't it be crazy if they missed the cutoff and the, and the NFL said no? The NFL said, you missed the cutoff. Barkley's free. Barkley's free. He can go wherever he wants. Oh my God. Can, can, you, can you imagine if they missed the cutoff? Because they're sending in what for it. What would be a good team for Barkley? Steven, son of a... Who would uh, who would pay uh, what twelve or fifteen million for Barkley? Stephen, you're you're. Th- th- I mean this all due respect. You must drive your wife crazy. She probably tells you, Stephen, hang on a second, Stephen. Stephen, calm okay. down. I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding. Stephen, calm down a second. Martha, I told you, son of a bitch. I'm not barking at dog. All right, Stephen, mute. I'm here, baby. It's mute, Stephen. Stephen, mute. Stephen, mute. 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 All right, I'm okay, mute. This is your. Right, this I'm is mute. your. This is your final warning. And then I gotta boot you again. You're always welcome back. I'm not booting you forever, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to send you. Uh, you know, down down the take a lap stream one more time, uh, which ends in a, a disconnect. Oh, so please, hang don't, t- please don't boot me. I, I'll be cool. Okay, I'm not gonna boot you from the show, I'm but I gotta keep muted. dropping you. I gotta keep I'm dropping muted. you. All right, Shh. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Where wherever we were at on this on this particular situation, Aaron Rodgers received permission to seek a trade. The Jets are flying out to see him. Uh, the trade deadline has just passed. It is it is zero 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 on the clock, which means maybe Barkley. They're sending the tag, and I know that Fowler might might be hearing this in a little bit of a delay. But three minutes ago, three minutes ago, Fowler said Giants are sending the franchise tag for Barkley. It was two o two, my time four o two Eastern. That deadline's here. That deadline's here. So. I, I have a weird feeling they either just missed the cutoff or they we might see a tweet in a little bit that says 
the Giants were unable to franchise tag Barkley in time. And he's heading to Buffalo. He's heading to Cincy. He's heading to Philly. He's going wherever he wants. And he's only going to a better location. If he does go somewhere. I don't know if this is true. I'm just getting a weird vibe here. That that they're sending in. This is like saying, oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and... (laughs) We're going to go ahead and request a little late. Doors have closed. We're going to go ahead and put our order in for... uh, We're going to go to the restaurant. They close at 8 o'clock sharp. We're going to go order some at 8.02. We're going to go see if we can get a bite. Um, okay, so Falcons, we talked about this. The Falcons are not interested in in a quarter in quarterback Lamar Jackson, which is so depressing. My heart sank when I read this because of how much I want this team to have Lamar Jackson and how exciting this club would be with Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm very, very disappointed in the Atlanta Falcons. The only thing that's going to make me feel better is if they're going after Anthony Richardson with all their might. Then I'm feeling good again. Then I'm feeling good again. It doesn't mean me doesn't make me drop Kyle Pitts. Doesn't make me drop London. In some ways, we gotta adjust and adapt and look at this stuff and say, look, Kyle Pitts is probably gonna see a little bit of a, a tiny bit of a plummet in ADP, like half a round. London's not gonna climb to the to the tune of Olave or Garrett Wilson, who are now second round picks. I might add, and if you don't know what what time it is ADP wise, draft with us. Uh, every single night tonight, we'll draft on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Click the link in the live chat that I'm going to drop right now, and click the link in the description because I promise you, if you want to draft live with us, not mock draft. If you want to draft live with us, you're not going to get in on, on time if you don't click the link I just dropped in the live chat. I'm going to pin it now. It's also in the description. If anybody wants to draft live on Underdog Fantasy live best ball drafts, where you're going to see uh, you're going to see Chris Olave and you're going to see uh, Garrett Wilson literally in the second round now. But but Drake London and Kyle Pitts won't climb there unless they go after Anthony Richardson. Then we got a whole nother value hike that we got to talk about. But there's there's good news and bad news all the time. There's good news inside bad news all the time when it comes to ADP. Barkley, let's see what happens. We're waiting. Now all the news has been discussed. Now, just as a little tiny punishment to Steven, let's go to Austin first and then to Steven. Austin, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Austin, what can I help you with? Man, Lamar just got absolutely screwed. Daniel Jones can't even hold Lamar's jock strap, bro. Um, yeah, but but did he get screwed, or did this make make the offer sheet that Lamar's about to get way bigger, way bigger, or maybe it's going to be in the tune of a two hundred and twenty million dollar guaranteed deal? You know what I'm saying? Like it, okay, it's well, it, it's. I mean, the risk of him getting hurt is just too significant. Does he sit out a year? Does he play? No, he doesn't sit out a year because I don't know that it accomplishes anything for him. He's he's still obligated. He's still obligated to the team if they franchise tag him. That he's still obligated. Um, but but he's he's gonna he's not gonna sit out though, bro. Do you really think one of these desperate teams like the the Ravens? Or the Jets if they don't get Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers I feel like he's on the fence of going back to Green Bay like right now he always does he he always at the last second starts going ah, I'm a little sentimental to Green Bay Packers I don't know so it, it's like this right here just tells you Lamar Jackson's getting a mat like everyone knows when they're shopping for Lamar he's way he's worth way more than Daniel Jones. So this contract only helped Lamar's case to get an offer sheet that's big enough that the Ravens will reject. Unless the Ravens look at this and say, ah, we're going to have to overpay anyway no matter what we do, boys. You know, unless they're going after a rookie QB like Levis or Richardson or somebody, but the Ravens got to trade up. They're not landing anything at 22. 
You know, they, they, they'll barely get yeah, the they'll barely get the wide receiver but... they want at twenty two if they're if they were keeping Lamar. I'd be petrified. I'd be a petrified Peter if I was a Ravens fan, just awaiting them drafting the right wide receiver at twenty two because they may not last. Um, but yeah, bro, I don't. Well, the Ravens fan, I completely uh, protest this. Uh, we have an excellent defense. We have an excellent offense. And we were, uh, other than the fumble on the goal line against Cincinnati, we had Joe Burrow and the rest of them uh, caught by their short and curlies, and we managed to uh, screw it up. But I'll tell you what, we'll be back. Uh, Steven, no, Steven, no, Steven, Steven, you're becoming be Steven, you're becoming a, a little bit of a fan favorite here. Okay, I'll, I don't want to fill your head up too too much because I don't want you to interrupt me more. But but I I want to tell you, bro, that. If the Ravens lose Lamar Jackson and you don't replace him with Stroud or, and I don't even like Bryce Young there because Bryce Young's a scrambling quarterback that you guys run into the ground. So I don't like Bryce Young there. If you, and and Levis is not as good as Stroud and Richardson. If you don't get Stroud and Richardson as some kind of trade up to the Bears' number one overall pick because the Houston Texans aren't relinquishing their number two. Steven! I'm going to tell you from what I saw at at the combine. Son of a! I'm going to tell you who I'm going to take in the third or fourth round is Stetson Bennett. Yeah, Stetson Bennett, I do like, but Stephen, hang Stetson tight a second. Hang nothing, brother. I'm hang, sorry. I'm hang, sorry, hang, Steven, hang tight again. I like Stetson. They're just going to have a terrible year. I like Steven. Stetson Bennett, Stephen, but you guys are a mile, a mile away with Stetson Bennett, especially like, like I like him. I want to say I like him. I do think he's a good quarterback that has potential, but he's not taking the Ravens anywhere as a rookie. Not to mention, you guys have no wide receivers. You'd have to drive. You'd have to trade up to probably get Jackson Smith and Jigba or Quinton Johnson. These guys are going to be gone by 22. You may get lucky that the league overlooks Flowers and somehow you get them, but I highly doubt you guys would draft them. So, like, I, 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 I get what you're saying. And Stephen, you're a diehard Ravens fan. We can tell. But if you lose Lamar Jackson and you don't get Stroud or Richardson by trading to number one, because you can't get them anywhere else, they're going one and two, and the Texans are at two. If you don't get number one overall, you guys are not going to be even close to the same team. And and, and you were struggling anyway. I would, I, would be- say, I would say this, is I think that you're discounting Tyler Huntley. I think that Tyler he's, Huntley... He's not on the um, team. With uh, more work, he was an undrafted free agent. He's not on the he team. He played well. He won games. We had Cincinnati right at the goal line until he fumbled. I think with a couple more years, we can keep this guy and we can keep it rolling with him and play defense and run the ball. I like Tyler Huntley, but he's not on the team, Stephen. They'd have to, they'd have to sign him. That's still another un- uh, obstacle and unknown. Granted, he's probably going to be more apt to go back to Baltimore and sign a deal. I agree I agree that there's a likelihood of that happening because if he doesn't get a, a starting job anywhere, the Baltimore Ravens might say, we'll give it to you. Okay, And so I, I get that. And I like Tyler Huntley. If you haven't watched my show, I've talked Tyler hum- Huntley up a lot. But this team doesn't support their quarterback. There's a reason Lamar doesn't want to be there. It's because you guys don't provide him support and you ask him to run, 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 run. It's like the hamster example. You promise you're going to run more, but you won't have to do a thing. I promise I'll take care of the, the hamster. Okay? And then guess what? Oh, wait, we forgot. We got an all-ACL team running back room. And so, guess what, Lamar? You got to run 200-plus times. Lamar was always kind of like, I'm invincible. But now Lamar, with the knee injury that almost cost him a a big major surgery and huge setback in recovery and and, and maybe hampered his 2023 season, he's thinking about his his health and his long-term 
uh, ability. And so he does want out. And you agree, you and I both agree on that, Stephen. But what I'm telling you is you're replacing a, a ribeye steak with a hamburger patty from McDonald's. No matter what way you spin it, if you don't get the number one overall pick on draft day and get Stroud or uh, Anthony Richardson. Because you're not getting the two. So getting the number three, even from the Cardinals, even getting the Cardinals' number three overall pick, Stephen, you would not be able to draft any one of the two quarterbacks. Or somebody, or D-Hop, or any wide receiver. I am absolutely... I'm, it's going to be amazing to see no, it's wherever not. Lamar goes. If he goes to oh. Washington, if he goes to somewhere that has some decent wide receivers, what he can do. And I believe in the kid. And if he wins or when he wins the Super Bowl, Austin, where you at? But other than that, business is business. The Ravens are moving on. I'm a Ravens fan right. first. Hey, Lamar Steven. Fan second. Steven, I okay. appreciate you. Call back in a little bit. I got I got to roll to some other callers. Um, call back in a little bit. Appreciate you, Steven. Okay, I love Steven. I want Steven to know that, but I got to keep the show moving, and I appreciate him, but we can only take so much of, of, of the interrupting when we're trying to break news, talk about this. So, Steven, you're more than happy. I'm more than happy to have you call back in. Just wait a few minutes. Let some other people participate and play. Okay, so Hob G's dropping a $20 holler. Uh, Giants did it. I'm happy. Let's go. He says. Hold on. We got, we got a phone call. Hang tight right there, call or call it again. Call it again. This is for Hob G's. Appreciate you making it rain in the studio. Dial in again. Uh Commissioner, I think I saw you dialing in. I'm sorry I missed your call. I was I was making it rain in the studio, but we are back and here we are. Uh did you do it though? Did you do it? Did Saquon Barkley officially get tagged? Let's go see. The Giants deal um per source. Uh, Saquon Barkley. I don't see Saquon Barkley's been tagged yet. Does anybody else see that Saquon Barkley's been officially and successfully tagged? They sent the tag in. They sent the tag in, but did did it did it did it did it get applied? I don't I don't know that it has. The Falcons are not franchise tagging uh, anybody. It looks like um, I don't see I don't see the Saquon Barkley tag yet. I don't see the tag yet. Ron Navy, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Commission. Calling again. I didn't see you call until I, I couldn't accept it. Ron, what's up? Hey, what's up, Smitty? What's up, pal? Um, you know how it goes. Hold on. Let me uh, do the mute. There you go. My mute works. Your mute works. So if you need me to mute, I'll mute. Okay. I, I appreciate <laughs> Steven. I want Steven to know he's more than welcome to call back a little later. Maybe not this second because all he's going to do is step all over you guys, which he, I, I appreciate him in a small did- dose. He reminds me of a sober Denny. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, real quickly, Ron. Kamish, uh, you're calling back in. Are you ready? Do you got your script ready? I mean, it seems like you talk a lot about scripts, but I'm going to let you uh, pause for a few seconds so I don't talk over you when you're done with what you're saying. Okay. Good Good story, Kamish. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me what you want to say. So I was wondering about how it's, number one, it's going to take forever for the Ravens if they are to sign Huntley. It's not going to be until as late as they possibly could because that's going to signal to everyone that, yeah, the Ravens aren't going to match, so the price is going to go down. 
so I assume that we're going to do something maybe in the draft. I mean, I'm not really sure. I know that... Wait, 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 wait. Explain, explain that again. You're saying that the Ravens won't sign Huntley because they don't want to indicate what with Lamar? No, I meant... Um, so, of course, it's still really fresh news, but it is seeming like he's leaving. But the Ravens are, have been saying for so long that we're going to keep trying and whatever... I think that they're not going to sign Huntley until later in the offseason because he's not he's not a starter. And the defense we have now is a Super Bowl defense. And I can defend that much more than I can defend our offense. Okay, but what, what's so, your why would they wait, though, on signing Huntley? First of all, they, they can't sign Huntley until the 15th. Uh, and once they are able to sign Huntley on the 15th, the 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 offer sheet situation will probably be worked out by then, right? So it's you're going to know whether you have Lamar or not. So you're going to need to strike quick on Huntley. If Huntley's going to be a, a a top commodity for a team, and I'm not saying he is or isn't, but we've got we we've, we've literally got very little quarterback uh, talent out there. This is a quote unquote pro bowl pro bowler. <laughs> that we got this on the, on the market here, but like these guys, if if somebody sees Huntley as the top option, Jimmy G is the top option, Mike White, uh, Carson Wentz, these are your guys. Uh, now we got to put a, a check mark on Danny Dimes because he is off the he's off the market, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, then you have you have people rushing to sign these players, so you can't really wait and try and play some kind of waiting game on Tyler Huntley because if someone wants him, they're going to sign him to a deal. You know, so I don't know that waiting is would be a, an advisable stance, any kind of like good play. You know what I mean? It would only it only probably lose you, Tyler Huntley. That's true, uh, isn't, but isn't that what the tender is for? Well, he, no, the tender I is. Everybody in the Ravens organization know what they're doing. Oh God, is he back? They know what they're doing. Tyler Huntley Steve. is going to be the Steve, starting Steven, quarterback, Steven. and they think wide receiver or whatever. I mean, how did he get? <laughs> if the bar goes, he goes. We're we're over it. Business is business, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Hang on, Stephen. Or I don't want to have to kick you again. I don't even know how you got in here. But uh, hey, Kamish, what I'm trying to say is this franchise tender, the non-exclusive, is so teams can negotiate and quickly sign Lamar to an offer sheet. And, and the Ravens are going to have to accept or deny it, the, the contract, match it or not match it. And if not, they lose Lamar and acquire the the offer sheet team's first and second round picks. So they, they, need to, they need to sign Tyler Huntley very quickly. They will have to sign him very quickly. This is not something that they wait on or they will lose him if he is a hot commodity. And he is a pro bowler. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he should have been what he is. And he's probably going to garner a few, a little, uh, a little interest from a few teams that look at that kind of stuff. Um, I'm but say he's not a bowler, so. you what? I said he's definitely not a pro bowler, and I'm a Ravens fan. So. Okay. Well, hey. So, what do you think is going to happen? You're a Ravens fan. Steven's a Ravens fan. Steven, please let let this Ravens fan have his moment. Okay. So, Kamish, tell me what you're feeling. How is this team going to succeed without Lamar? Unless you trade for that number one or number two overall pick, and the number two overall pick's not available, the Houston Texans are probably not trading it. They're taking one of the two, Stroud or Anthony Richardson. How are you going to get the number one overall pick? And if you don't, please convince me that this team can be a, have a winning record. 
Uh, it's burning Stephen well, up right now. Uh, but convince is, me you can exactly have a winning what record. We're do is, Stephen! This is exactly what we're going to do. Is we're- That's exactly what we're going to do. Okay, Stephen, you can call in. Not yet. Wait, wait 10 minutes, okay? Wait 10 minutes at least. Kamish, tell me how you're going to win more than eight games, more than seven games, more than even seven games. Let's just say that. Can you win seven games with your defense alone? I think that it's not just going to be the defense. It's going to be what we kind of had to do, what was it, two years ago and also now last year where we kind of just had to hide the fact that we were starting Huntley. I just hope we don't go um, go down to the point where it's not Huntley and it's someone that can't lead a defense and a running game. Okay. So I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the board up, the quarterback board up. Which quarterback do you want? Jimmy G, Tyler Huntley, Mike White. Um, let's say Jordan Love is available. He would be the best option to trade for because. But let's just pretend he's not available. Let's say Aaron Rodgers goes to, to the Jets. So Love's off the board. Um, Wentz, Mike White, Jimmy G, Tyler Huntley, Baker Mayfield, Brissett, or or Minshew. None of those quarterbacks are taking the Ravens to a. To an uh, even an eight win season, in my opinion. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Your defense could be that good, but I don't think it is because guess what happens when you don't have an offense that can that can move the ball down the field? Your defense is always getting tired. They're always getting overworked. It's absolute uh, a pipe dream. I think that this team's going to win nine, ten games. In my opinion, maybe you squeeze out eight. But, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, you're right. I think that there's definitely different situations where both could happen. I did see someone on the chat. I had you muted, but the chat, um, someone said you should tank for Caleb Williams. And I think if we're halfway through the season and you have two wins, I'm not opposed to that idea. I I I would definitely be uh, on board with that for you guys. I'm I'm not saying I even want it because I don't want – I like this is gonna burn Steven up. Steven's already trying to call back in. Steven, ten minutes. You have eight minutes left. Let's put a timer up for Steven. This is the Steven can't call in for this amount of time. This is how long does Steven have before he can call in? Uh he's trying to call in again. He's trying to call in again. Here's the timer, okay? Steven, you can't call in for ten more minutes for eight more minutes, okay? Once eight minutes is up, you can call in again. So you are not allowed to call in, or I'm not gonna answer it. Until you're at ten, ten, uh, eight, uh, eight minutes. We'll say eight minutes. Um, yeah, bro. I like. I this is gonna burn Steven up, and it, and maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't. But until you guys, until I see Munkins willing to, and get, has control, but is willing to support his quarterback, which is crazy for him to start doing it now. I don't trust that a quarterback can survive in in any system that Munkin deploys. Like, you guys got to draft a wide receiver. And if you guys draft, I could just see it now. Lamar goes, okay, and then you end up having th- this 22 overall pick secure you one of the top four wide receivers because somehow Flowers slips. And then you guys address the wide receiver position. It's going to drive everybody mad, bro. It's going to drive everybody crazy. I totally agree with that. I honestly think that we, that it would Needed, we needed to change offensive coordinators. I like the hire, but I at the same time think that the hire was 
not really for Lamar. But I'm, I'm just looking. What about uh, Heineke? I know he's, I think he's on his last year, maybe. Uh, Heineke, I think he's a free agent. So he runs. He can lead a team. I think he's not, like, the, the commanders weren't as good of a team. Uh, they had better receivers, but what about that option or another trade? I mean, it doesn't have to be a free agent. I don't know if you can tag and trade Lamar now. I'm not sure, actually. You can't. He, 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 if that's why you slapped the exclusive tag on him. The exclusive tag was the way to go. Let me also say this for Steven when he calls back in. I'll fuel Steven's next topic, and you can tell me how you feel. Ravens made a grave mistake. Not exclusive tagging him. The difference in money is one of the benefactors of, of going with the non-exclusive tag versus the exclusive tag. It's $32 million, which is the tag amount for Lamar right now. He's been slapped with the $32 million tag. Okay. Um, the $45 million uh, subject to change based on cuts. It could go down slightly, I hear, after the all the cuts happen and they recalculate the top five average, you know, all that, the, the, the way that the, the way that, that that works and 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 how they calculate the, the number. Um, it'll be 45 million roughly though. So 32 to 45, it's a big dollar amount difference. It allows you more negotiating ability and, and, and free agent, you know, activity. But at the same time, Lamar Jackson commands three first rounders, bro. You're going to get two. The most first rounders you're going to get if an offer sheet gets slapped down and the Ravens say, we're not paying $230 million, $230 million guaranteed. We're not doing it. We, we already said no to them on 200. So we're not going to give him 230. So guess what happens? The team grabs him. They, they, he, Lamar signs the offer sheet. The Ravens refuse to match it. And you get two first rounders from whatever team made the offer. You don't even get to decide. If you would have slapped the exclusive tag on him, no one could negotiate. Miami would have been interested and been able to be involved. If you don't have a first rounder in 2023 and 2024, you're prohibited from participating in the contract negotiations and offer sheet experience with Lamar Jackson right now. The Miami Dolphins can't even participate. They don't have a first rounder. So why you guys didn't slap the exclusive tag on him when he could have garnered you three first round picks minimum is beyond me. This is part of why I think this organization is heading down the toilet. Is This is the worst move you could have made. I want someone to explain to me how it was beneficial to not even know what first rounders you're going to get. Number one, what if the team comes to you with late first rounders? And you had a chance to... Uh, Steven, you got four more minutes, pal, before you can call back in. So you might want to just hang tight. Well, someone explain to me besides Steven... Why is beneficial to non-exclusive tag Lamar get two second rounders, not even aware of what second round or two first rounders, and not even aware of where those first rounders will be versus choose your own package. Let Miami be involved. Miami Mike would be, I think, ecstatic if Lamar was available. I think he would have do- jumped all over this, to be honest with you. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, let, uh, hold on. Hang, hang tight, uh, Commish. You can stay on the panel here. Let's go to Ron Navy first. David, you're on... Hold David will be next. Ron Navy, what do you want to add to any of this before we let David speak? Well, for one thing, I think Baltimore's probably been banking on the fact that no team, they probably heard Atlanta's not going to go after them, which that's kind of stupid on Atlanta's part as far as I'm concerned. But what are the teams out there are going to, pay that exorbitant amount of money to get Lamar where he'll actually sign the the offer sheet. Um, 
I mean, let's look at all the teams out there. Let's look at the Colts. Let's look at the, the Tennessee Titans. Let's look at Washington. Um, Tampa Bay and Carolina. Those are basically the five teams. Unless Aaron Rodgers somehow decides he doesn't want to go to the Jets. And then, of course, you got the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are going to spend that much money. I, I think the Raiders are going to take the discount on Jimmy Jimmy G and go with him. Um, that's my that's what I've always thought. Um, I don't disagree. So that the it's other possible. One, I definitely Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee's got eleventh round pick, and you know if 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 they if they're able to if they're able to shop Henry and get you know a second or whatever out of him. Um, bring in Lamar. I mean, you got young, young receivers there, and you're you're building that. So, <clears throat> and then you also got a Lamar-like quarterback sitting, waiting to be developed, and Malik Willis. So, why not bring in Lamar there, and Malik can learn behind him. the the big The big question with Lamar is. He's always injured. Yeah, but here, Ron, Ron, let me stop you right so, there. There's zero chance he's going to, to the to the Titans, though, because he would not accept the offer. Lamar's going to get offer sheets. People are trying to take him to the ball. And if he doesn't want to go dancing, he's not going dancing. So he's not going to accept a deal to the Tennessee Titans. Like, they don't have weapons at all. If they trade away Derrick Henry, he's going he, to be the least attractive option. I mean, could money talk? I suppose, but this team trading away Derrick Henry, they're clearly in a different position than trying to bulk up and, and you know, load I honestly up. don't think it's about going to the dance for him, though. I honestly think it's about, it, it, it's about self-respect for him and the fact that, that um, Watson got paid all that guaranteed money. He's a former MVP, and he deserves that amount of money. He deserves at least what Watson got. It doesn't matter whether he goes to the Super Bowl or not in his mind. He don't care. He wants the respect of being the top-paid guy, getting the most guaranteed money, and that's what's, that's what's driving him. Yeah, but Anybody I'll, else say they I'm, want, but if Tennessee were to come out and, and, and actually, or any team, it doesn't have to, I just yeah. put Tennessee out there. Any team come out there and give him that, Agreed. give him over what Watson got, He's going there. He don't well, care who's around well, him. Well, he don't care. I, 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 I semi-agree. I think there is a place where he's like, I'm not good. Because he is standing on principle, like you said, but I think also on like principle of fit and where I want to be. And, and to space Ricky's point, his mom's in charge as well, too. But I don't think, first of all, the Titans aren't in a position to offer him that kind of money because they're not in a position to win. So it would be like the weirdest move of all time if the Titans were willing to pay... A, a crazy amount, $230 million guarantee, it would be the craziest move of all time. However, like, let's well, just, let's crazier. just, let's just say Ron, Ron's, let's try and go with Ron's theory here for a minute. Maybe they plan on building around him over the next two, three years. Uh, is it possible? I, 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 sh um, I guess it is. But, but I think that Lamar's going to only sign a deal that makes sense both fit and financially because Keep in mind, Lamar said a couple times before he's willing to play on the franchise tag. Steven, you're out, you're allowed to call in, Steven. Um, he he's willing to play on the franchise tag for a couple years and then ink his big payday. And, and at the end of the day, since he's a quarterback, 
since he probably has a very long shelf life still, that the longer he waits, the more likely he maybe banks an even bigger deal. So Lamar's, I think Lamar does want out. I feel like Lamar does feel disrespected, but there's this weird vibe I get sometimes from different people that are close to the situation that sounds like Lamar wants to work out a long-term deal there. It's head-scratching. Like, why would you want to stay? Why would you want to stay? And I'm like you, Ron, but we're thinking logically for ourselves. Ron, you're picturing yourself, I think. And I don't think Lamar's fully in that that state. I think Lamar's... He's somewhat wanting to stay and, and somewhat not wanting to. Uh, Steven, try calling one more time. I saw you. I didn't get to you in time. Steven's allowed to call in and, and, unless he interrupts everybody. Then we're going to put him, put him in another 10-minute timeout, which he apparently is okay with. Steven just rolls with it. Um, but, Ron, I, I agree with you uh, that you know it is a lot of it is about respect, and some team will come along. Some team will come along and drop a big wad on this offer sheet, and he's going to sign it. And the Ravens are going to refuse it because they are so far apart on the guaranteed money anyway. But he's going to get a two hundred plus million dollar guaranteed offer from somebody. I, I really believe that. Now, Stephen. Yeah, but who is that somebody? What somebody makes sense that's going to put out that money? Uh, I think I think um, I think the Jets are are going to pull out all the stops if they don't get a Rod. I think that the the Raiders the are are tied up in, in Devonte Adams' money so much, and they franchise tag Jacobs. They're clearly in go mode. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl because their defense is trash, and that's why Derek Carr failed. But they're they're willing to say we got to throw more good money after bad because we need to build around Adams and Jacobs. We're 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 all in right now. Like the Ra- the the Raiders are all in based on the franchise tagging of Jacobs and based on the Devonte Adams contract. So I feel like those are two teams that would potentially do it. The Carolina Panthers would certainly try and build around Lamar. I think they're definitely a player at this moment. And I think while we might say the Panthers on a great spot, like it's not bad. DJ Moore's there. They've got a good coaching staff. They've got a good line, essentially. It's actually, they, they start building a little bit through the draft. And remember, they're only losing their 2023 first and their 2024 first. So they still have second rounders, third rounders. They might really fall into some good value of running back in the, in the second or third round. Um, they might make some other moves. So Carolina is definitely a player. Uh, and I think someone's offering him two hundred plus million dollars guaranteed because look what this guy just got. I, I love I love the spot for Carolina. Um, a really good running game, a really good offensive line, a, uh, a an excellent defense. They are one of the ones where a quarterback like Lamar Jackson would make a lot of sense. So, uh, get, but is Lamar willing to take what they're what they want or whatever? I mean, like I don't know. Like we're just we're waiting Steven. around to see. Steven, give me one good reason why your Baltimore Ravens did did not exclusive tag Lamar. Don't tell me you're okay with it or why you you're fine with it. Tell me why it's advantageous. The reason why the reason why we didn't franchise uh, franchise Lamar and the reason why we're willing to get rid of him and he's not a good enough passer. No, 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 Steven. My question is why? Give me one good reason you did franchise tag him. Give me one good reason you didn't exclusive tag him versus what you did do, which was non-exclusive tag him. Give me one advantage. Because uh, it's more it's more advantageous to teams because Lamar is only worth maybe two first-round picks. He's not worth three like you're saying. He's not. He, he, He's he, worth two first-round picks and whatever else. Hmm. And we're going to get rid of him, and we're going to roll with Tyler Huntley, and we're going to win ball games. Okay. Because we can field a team. Let's say, let's just say, in, in Bizarro world, he's worth two first rounders. I'm telling you, he's worth three. 
I'm telling you, over over 20, 20 years of doing this, I'm telling you, he's worth three first rounders. Let's say he's worth two. Okay? Let's say he's worth two. That's still equal to the amount you're guaranteed with the non-exclusive tag, and you have no choice in which two first rounders you're getting. So, like, why would you not want control, even in the same scenario of first round amount of first round picks? Give me one good reason. Now, I'm not saying why you're okay with it. Give me one good reason why you wouldn't exclusive tag Lamar versus non-exclusive tag. When he's as good as gone, if you want to trade him, you'll find a suitor for two first-rounders. I guarantee you, and you'll get to choose the destination. Because, because nobody nobody on the exclusive franchise tag is going to give him 45 mil a year. They're not going to give him 45 mil a year for they, one year. That's, so not, the, that, that's Steve, not what it is. The reason we, that... Now, he, he can go and he can shop himself around all he wants to. Right. Right, hold on. But, but as a Raiders right, fan, I am a fan of the Hold on. Steven, hold but on. Let, hold on. Have, have given him every opportunity to sign 133 million. Uh, Steven, 5, I do this with my kid. Steven, let, let Ron Steven. Navy respond. Ron, go ahead. The, re- the reason the Ravens aren't going to win a Super Bowl and are not Super Bowl contenders is because their 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 GM, their upper management stinks. They do. They they have stunk. They have stunk and said I mean the last time they were good when they got rid of when Ozzie Newsom retired, that's when Baltimore went to the tank. Baltimore has not been good since Ozzie Newsom left. Ozzie Newsom was awesome for Baltimore. He built that team up. He got him to the Super Bowl with mediocre quarterback in Dilfer, but the great defense and and Baltimore's decisions ever since Newsom left have been crappy. They have not produced anything. They have not done anything with the offense at all. For for I mean, they basically wasted Lamar's talents because they have not actually drafted players to go around okay. him that benefit him and you could say he's not a passer all day long but he, he how can he pass when he only has one reliable tight end to pass to he has no receivers to pass to so it's the upper management that's the problem with baltimore it's not lamar okay it's the upper management so so stinks. so agree with everything ron said steven hold hold your tongue just hang, i know it's hard just hang tight Okay, I agree with everything Ron said. Everything Ron said. But what you said, Stephen, about that they, you know, the franchise tag. That look, you franchise tag a player on the non-exclusive tag, and teams can send out. They can they can offer and negotiate with you. Player does not have to sign said offer sheets. He doesn't have to choose the highest one. He has to agree to it. If he agrees to it, the team comes in and either matches it or doesn't match it. The only potential variable here. That makes sense as to why the Baltimore Ravens would not have slapped the not the exclusive tag, which is at a higher cost, mind you. But the teams, the, like, like Stephen, you you'd said something like no team would want to pay the forty five million. No team has to pay forty five million if you exclusive tag Lamar on the forty five million and trade him. There's a new negotiated contract on the other end of the trade as soon as it's executed. No one's trading for Lamar Jackson on the tag. They're trade or they're trading for Lamar Jackson on the tag and announcing a behind the scenes long term deal that got inked in unison with an, exclu- an exclusive tagged trade traded quarterback. So 
It's not true. They're not playing on $45 million. They're playing on a new, exa- exactly brand new contract that they concocted in the, in the background of everything. So if he was exclusive tagged, he would 100% have a new contract almost immediately after the trade was executed. On the non-exclusive tag, it's $32 million. So it is a lower amount that the Ravens have to pay. But the only thing you could even come up, and I saw, I think it was Space Ricky or somebody in here, is exactly right, is that they're counting on a team not coming with a strong offer, stronger than they've negotiated, and they're expecting Lamar to sign it in order to get out, at which point they'll match it and they'll have Lamar prisoner yet again on the Baltimore Ravens roster, even though he wanted to go elsewhere. That's the only potential benefit, because I can tell you right now, though, that whatever team uh, team offers is going to be way over what the Ravens were negotiating because they were said to be $100 million apart in guaranteed money. And there wasn't any movement on that from the people that I talked to. And so you're talking about... You're talking about him being well under $150 million guaranteed. He's going to sniff at least, like in a worst case scenario, $180 to $200 million guaranteed. This is Lamar Jackson. To Ron's point, the failures of Lamar have been more in the direction. The fault has been in the direction of the Ravens, not in Lamar. Lamar has been asked to carry this team on his back. And for you Fields fans and Bears owner, Bear, love, uh, Bear, Bears fans, out, hold on, Steven. You Bear fans out there better be fearful of the same thing happening to Justin Fields because you're leaning on Justin Fields on his legs more than you should be because the team is not building fast enough around him and supporting him. You better go get DeAndre Hopkins from my Cardinals. You better draft one of these elite stud rookie wide receivers. Personally, I am not ready to get uh, go away from Justin Fields. Because I see a lot of Josh Allen in him. I'm not saying we're going away from Justin Fields, Stephen. He's got the arm strength. It takes coaching to be able to bring it out of that young man. And I believe that it can be done. Stephen, you weren't listening to what I was saying. We're going to put you in another 10-minute timeout. I didn't say anything of the sort. And, And it's so hard to interrupt you and have you pause. No one said Fields isn't a top five quarterback. I said what has been happening with Lamar, abusing him, running him into the ground is going to happen with Justin Fields. It's about the team building around the player properly. That's what we're talking about, Steven. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Real quickly, let's go back to the commish. Commish, do you have anything you want to add? I appreciate you hanging there nice and quiet-like. Uh, yeah, I was on mute. I was enjoying the show. So, I did a little bit more research on why they might have let him go. I think it's and it sucks because as a Ravens fan, it, it really sucks. But you're 100% right. And uh, DaCosta at the top, he's really good at drafting not wide receiver positions. But everything else he does, including and especially the financial side, is just not good. I mean, we lucked out. We always had a great defense. And then we had a Joe Flacco with a horseshoe up his, um, you know, yep. in, the, in that playoff run. And Jacoby Jones getting a lucky pass. And honestly, it's a totally different story. We're always good, but we're never able to get to the next, uh, the next level. And the only way I can see us getting to that next level is with a dynamic playmaker such as Lamar Jackson or which I think is that we're just like my, my Orioles where we don't pay anyone because 
even though there's a difference in salary stuff, but it's just like they don't pay anyone long term. It seems maybe they have uh, Chris Davis and Joe Flacco flashbacks or something. I don't know, bro. But all I know is Stephen is is on something nice because he thinks his Ravens are going to be better. There, there's there's zero percent chance the Ravens are better without Lamar Jackson unless you get Stroud or Anthony Richardson or make some crazy trade for Jordan Love or or maybe there's another option that we're not thinking about. But I do. Well, sorry. Who? I said, oh, um, this one just popped into my head. I know nothing about contract situations, but um, Trey Lance and I don't know. This might make me do a lap, but we're just going to let him sit on the bench. Trey Lance is your is your 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 call. You're saying? Um, here, here's yeah. the here's I, the pro- I need to, here's I, the problem with that though is like the, the how is that going to be. How is that going to be beneficial to the Niners unless the Niners say, okay, we're going this route now. We're going to go after Lamar. Maybe they want to go after Lamar, but I don't think the Niners, the Niners don't even have a first-round pick, so they're unable to even negotiate in this context. Oh. So, like, yeah, you look at this right here. So the only thing that they can do, Niners do not have a first-round pick. They're prohibited from negotiating with Lamar Jackson on the non-exclusive tag. The only thing they could do is get back in the game if Lamar doesn't sign an offer sheet is going to play on the $32 million. And that's the other thing people think, that he just the Ravens can come in and match the highest offer. It's not the way it works. The player has to sign the offer sheet. And so if Lamar gets low-balled by everybody, then he comes back to play on $32 million, and then maybe the Niners could get back involved in that. But that's a whole different, like, the odds of Lamar not getting an amazing offer that the Ravens either match or don't match that Lamar signs, I believe is slim to none. He is such a... A polarizing player in a in a QB uh, saturated. There's not it's not a QB saturated market right now. These these teams are all willing minus Miami. They're all willing to probably overpay money wise, and now they've just been gifted by your Baltimore Ravens, bro. Been gifted the ability to not have to surrender three first round picks, which would have been the crutch in most every one of these teams' uh, potential game plans. And some of these teams, it's also this is also in fantasy football. You know when you do an auction draft, and let's say the, the rule number one from Smitty in an auction draft is when your player's on the board, don't bid. The player that you want is on the board, don't bid initially. Let's say it's Barkley. Barkley, okay, Barkley's on the block in the auction. Okay, Barkley, who wants him for $20? $20. The worst thing you could do is create more excitement for him in bid. Wait until the bid slows down at the very end. Then you get into the bid war because you don't want it to be like 25, 35, 65. And that makes people go, oh, this guy's going to go for a lot. You don't want to add fuel to the fire. So these teams right now, we're talking about the Panthers, the Colts, the Bucks that have been very quiet on the Lamar Jackson front. Why would they want to show interest when the Baltimore Ravens would be like, oh, wow, we got a lot of suitors. Let's do the exclusive tag. And then these teams are out because it's too high of a price tag. These teams, the Panthers, have been sitting back going, God, please be non-exclusive tagged. Please screw up, Baltimore. And they did. Baltimore screwed up, Stephen. They screwed up. They screwed up, Stephen. I hate to tell you, you can call back in in, in a T-minus two and a half minutes and tell me I'm wrong. But your Ravens screwed up by not slapping the exclusive tag on him to garner three first-round picks. He is worth three first-round picks. 
Lamar Jackson and yeah. his mother worked over the Baltimore Ravens, and he's such a polarizing player that that is worth two first round picks and whatever money he wants in a in a climbing salary cap environment that's twenty percent every two years. These teams would be crazy not to ink him to a two hundred plus million dollar guaranteed deal that is more like four hundred dollar four hundred million dollars total with two hundred mil being guaranteed. Not to mention, maybe they give him some incentives that he can easily hit, you know, like that are stretched out, very team-friendly, $200 million guaranteed. You know, how much up front? How much up front can these teams afford? That's another thing, because you can, you can front-load this thing, give them 100 mil at signing. I almost guarantee we see 100 mil at signing for Lamar Jackson, which is something the Ravens won't do, which is something that could be in the offer sheet that'll have the Ravens say no. We're not giving them a hundred million up front. You can work these contracts in such a beautiful way that that your two hundred million dollars guaranteed it hits different than than Deshaun Watson's two hundred million dollar guaranteed deal. Um, let's go to Alex yeah. real quick, Commission. I'll, I'll come back to you. I appreciate you. You what? Well, I just want to say some stuff before Stephen calls back in and cuts me off. Is this Kamish? Sorry, that wasn't so genius. Who's talking right now, Kamish or Alex? So, Kamish. Okay, Kamish, go real quick and then Alex is next. Go real quick. Oh, my bad. All right. So, I think that they basically, number one, I agree with you, exclusive tag was the way to go. The fact that they're not able to do the tag and trade as easily or at all is dumb to me because dumb. even if you're not going to pay all the money you can get like that at least 80% of that value in a trade and then you don't have to rely on getting a quarterback like you see I, I mean in the draft I know that there are six or so but your, your, your team is in a position where they can win now if you get more offensive weapons, but you can't put a rookie at the quarterback position and expect the offense to improve. And I think that's ridiculous that there's any discussion that the Ravens will be better without him. I I know when the Ravens fans get mad during halfway through the season and Lamar throws a stupid interception like he did against the Giants, I think it was week three. Yeah, I was pissed. But the people that were like, yeah, we win more games with Huntley, let Omar walk, is, are just incorrect because – Huntley played a great game against the Bengals. He played a great game, manager game. But were for some like some teams can make the um, Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl with a game manager quarterback. Uh, due to the past, it's really not the Ravens. We just need to be able to outduel the the AFC is insane. You have to be able to outduel. We're not going to be able to outduel unless we hit a home run on a draft pick. And why even take that risk if you could have kept the home run that you already had? Yeah, Stephen, you're allowed to call back in. Your eight minutes of timeout are up. Uh, although I, I'm not, I'm not very confident you'll stay out of timeout for very long. Um, here he is, real quickly. Let's see if he goes right into timeout again. Uh, uh, Stephen, Stephen, you're on hold. Alex is going to go first. You're out of timeout, but I highly doubt you stay out of timeout long. And how quiet you remain will will we'll be determined. Uh, that will be determined. Alex, you're Jim you're up. Sir. Alex, go ahead. All right, uh, I had to call in here and Steve, and it was pretty funny. Uh, I'm a full, like, Lamar supporter. I almost wish – I'm a Broncos fan. I almost wish we didn't trade for Russ so we could be in this deal. But uh, that's, an, that's an aside. But the only way I see the Ravens really 
you know, making out in this is if they're if they're like calling the rest of the league bluff and they're really going to match like whatever offer that is going to you know come Lamar's way because I you know otherwise if you're going to deal him I don't know why you wouldn't just put him on exclusive and you know make it clear to everybody that you know you guys are going to deal him and you know try to maximize your assets because I'm with you where you know Russell Wilson was you know, six, seven years older than Lamar is right now when that deal went down. And the Seahawks got two ones, two twos, and like three, you know, starting players. So I don't, I don't see it from Baltimore's like perspective unless they're really going to match whatever deal comes through. That's yeah. the only way that it really makes sense. I completely understand what you're saying. May I say something for a minute? Yeah. One second, Stephen. Uh, is the stream back to earth, sure. uh, back to normal now? Because I I, I adjusted. I went on another uh, uh, internet connection. I, I'm multiple here to avoid this kind of thing. So if hopefully we're back to uh, not being choppy. Can someone confirm that the internet connection is back to to being good to go? Uh, going going live with Steven. Steven. Steven, go ahead. I can hear you, Smitty. I can hear your friend on the other end. Go ahead, Steven. What I'm saying is, is that uh, you know. Everybody seems to have this idea that you have to have uh, some sort of a, uh, you know, a, a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady or whatever to win a football game. All I'm saying is if you have a coaching staff and you have people that are dedicated and put the people in place, you can win games anytime. I am not worried about my Ravens winning football games. We're going to win it on defense or we're going to win it with the run. Okay. And whether Lamar's there or he's not there, if you're going to give him $200 million, you're going to do whatever, fine. We'll take two first and we'll move on. And I'll, I'll just shut up and I'll listen. I get that. The only, the only thing I would say to that is if you're, if you're out on him or you don't want to pay him the money, then I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not an invalid way to look at things. But I think you maximize – what you can get if you put them on the exclusive and yeah, it's a little bit more right now and it's, and you can sort of treat it as a placeholder and get more than what you're going to get. If you decline the offer sheet, you know, you're going to, you're not going to get as good of a trade package in my opinion. Yeah. Steve, I believe that uh, the Ravens put him on the non-exclusive tag because he's like not worth $45 million. He's worth 32 or less. Yeah. But, but that doesn't matter though, Steven, because he's going to get taken away on the non-exclusive tag. And if you were to slap him on the four, the forty five million dollar tag, which he's fully worth, he's fully worth forty five million dollars. You got all these other quarterbacks that, whether you whether you believe it to be true or not, fair market value wise, you're not going to bring in a signal caller that's going to win you games if you're not willing to spend forty five million dollars on one year for Lamar. Lamar is not worth. He's not worth three first. He's not worth it. He doesn't have the ability. And he's older. He's five years in. It's time to trade him and move on. Not that that's not a a, a valid like stance to say trade him and move on. But if even if he's only worth two firsts, and I'm telling you, Stephen, I'm telling you, he's worth three. But even if he's worth two first rounders, you get to choose the destination a little bit better than to just be victim to whatever offer sheet Lamar Jackson signs. And maybe the draft capital is not worth it. Maybe two late first rounders isn't going to be worth it, Stephen. I, I it it, does, it it matters where the draft picks are going to be. And number two, he's one hundred percent worth forty five. He may not, he may not sign any uh, any of it and just sit out. Okay, Stephen, let me let me it's tell you. Let me, let me let me ex- just sit out and take the fines. 
let me he's not he can't he can't but Stephen, let, let me say let me say this what, what did uh what did daniel jones get got it right on the screen here what did daniel jones get i i would i is it me or is it uh, what uh, you're gonna give me 45 mil a year uh, that's insane well, that's what the market is, though. No, I'm not giving Daniel Jones that. But that's if, what the if, market if is. If I'm going to give Lamar 40 mil, I'm going to give Daniel Jones about 20. He sucked. Okay, but but it doesn't matter. You're playing in the confines of the game, Stephen. And if Daniel Jones is going to get you 40 million plus a year, and Jimmy G is going to get you 35 million dollars a year, not not you, whoever signs him. What do you think Lamar's worth? Not 45. It, 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 no. I, I get you and I don't want to pay $45 million. No one, this is a, a crazy amount of money. But it doesn't matter. No, this, this is the confines of the game. And he, in the current state of quarterback market value, is worth $45 million and some. Bro, Jalen Hurts is well, going to get $50-plus well, million well, dollars let me, per let season. Me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We talked about Tyler Huntley. So if, if they uh, if they decide to pay Tyler Huntley, what's he going to cost? Over, and how much different is the offense going to be if you could bring in a D hop? You're not winning. You're not winning with talent. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Tyler Huntley, though. You could win a Super Bowl. Probably with Lamar. not. Probably not. And you're not winning with Lamar neither. You have a better shot of it if you build around him. No. We don't, look, there, look, Lamar's a potential MVP candidate anytime he's supported and given wide receivers. And 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 let me let me just put it this way, because a lot of people in here probably say, hey, Smitty, aren't you always down on Lamar? I am. I am. I called Lamar a bust for three straight years. Why? In 2020, 21, 2022, all three years he busted. He disappointed on some level uh, big enough to, to quantify being a bust in fantasy football. Why? Baltimore. Like Ron Navy said earlier, this is not on Lamar. But Lamar and situation can't be separated until it can be separated. Right now, we're about to correct. separate Lamar absolutely, from Baltimore. Baltimore's the problem. Steven? If um, if they're it, it's uh, it's up there to cost you. Flew down there. They're trying to work it out. If they don't work it out, it is what it is. Life moves on. If Atlanta or somebody, if you go somewhere else, they don't want to match it. If they're going to give two first, down with it. It's yeah. either crap or get I, off the pot. I'm tired of I the pre- uh, of the BS. I appreciate but your yeah, loyalty to your team. I love Lamar. I appreciate your loyalty to your team, but you're you're. You are close if you supported him. If your team would draft a Quentin Johnston or a Jackson Smith and Jigba instead of trading away Hollywood Brown, his only wide receiver he cultivated, and you rely on Batemans who are unproven, and you run all ACL running back rooms that have no healthy running backs, and you want to run more than ever that, that year, and you put it all on Lamar's shoulders. This is why the Ravens are getting the worst, one of the worst report cards in the National Football League. They have bad I, training I, staff. I, I completely disagree with that. I completely disagree with it. I, but, I, I disagree with it on the defensive side of the ball, and I, I we had the we we had the Miami Dolphins, and we had a fourth quarter collapse. We had the Buffalo Bills, and we had a fourth quarter collapse. We had the uh, the damn Cincinnati Bengals, and had a fourth quarter collapse. We were there in every single freaking game. It's only going to take a little bit. You think that the Ravens are far off, but they're not. They're, they're, uh, they're not. Stephen. They're they're going to be uh, uh they're going to you're going to have trouble winning six games without Lamar Jackson. 
you you got an F. You got a you got an F in the strength coaches uh, uh, category. Um, there's C's across the board. Um, minus uh, the what is this? What is this? Is this like the cafeteria locker room and travel? We lost Lamar the last three seasons and still. And why? Why have you lost Lamar? Why? Why have you lost Lamar for three seasons, Stephen? Answer that question. Because of Lamar? Is it Lamar's fault you run him two hundred times a season? This is why I'm talking about fields. When you got when you got hung up on it earlier, when you wouldn't when you wouldn't. It is absolutely not. Hold on. It is not Lamar's fault that he fault that he was running or whatever. The fault of it is. Is it now? Things have changed, and uh, and I I cannot uh, I did not enjoy the Greg Roman uh, offense for years. But hey, it was just the defense. Was you so don't even know what you're getting in okay? Munkin. You don't even know what you're getting in Munkin to, to suggest that you're going to win without Lamar. Look, Lamar, Lamar. Right now, you, Munkin made it a lot easier for Lamar to sign a contract offer that's coming his way because because now he's got to learn a new system no matter what. It just made it that much easier for Lamar to say, well, you know what? I got change anyways. Let's go. Let's roll. Uh, 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 let, let's go. Uh, uh, Jets country, let's ride. That's what Lamar is thinking. Okay, uh, let's go to, we got Hav G dropping a super chat. Um, David, uh, let's see. David, have you gone yet? No, Smitty. David, you are up. You're live. Appreciate you. Hey, man. I just uh, wanted to run a situation by you. Um, you know, you've been talking about the Panthers some. I'm a Panthers fan. I just wanted to run a situation by you uh, as far as what I would like to see them to do. Obviously, it's not going to happen, um, but I just kind of wanted to get your two cents on it. And maybe if Ron Navy's still in, he can comment on it as well. Okay. Um, obviously, they're going to trade up. You know, I feel like they're going to sell the farm to trade up and get a quarterback at one or two. What I would like to see them do um, is trade back and pick up maybe a first-round pick next year if they can, draft Bijan, and then next year go all out for Caleb Williams. That way you have a stud running back and a stud quarterback on rookie deals for five-plus years or however long. Um, I know so that's not going to happen. Let me interject real quickly. So you're wanting to trade back from this 22? Because if you trade back from 22, you're probably losing. No, 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 Bijan. we're at not. We're at not. Carolina's at not. Oh, you're a Carolina fan. Okay, I'm, I, I thought you were. Yeah. A, I'm sorry. I thought you were a, 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 a Raven caller here. Okay, so no. yeah, Carolina at nine. I would love to see Bijan in, in a in a in a Panther uniform over some other locations that could be you know questionable situations. I think first and foremost, I want him in Philly. But I think Carolina, they run. You guys run the ball well. You got good coaching. You got a yeah, good and line. They, and we just picked up Deuce, man. That's that's my whole thing. Like we got Deuce from Detroit now. Like. Him and Deuce would be ridiculous. Yeah, Carolina's underrated for, for Bijan. I will say that. I agree with you. Um, trading down, though, is risky because he's arguably going to go in what we've yeah. been calling Bijan Row right here um, all offseason. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This, this is a, a straight uh, gauntlet of picks that he could go at. He could literally go with six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, But it, I, I don't know if teams are going to be scared to go against the grain of early quarterback or of early avoiding running back drafting mindsets that have been kind of controlling the running back climate in the NFL draft for the last handful of years. No one's suggesting that it's going to flip back to the olden days where you had literally two or three RBs go by pick 18 and you had one RB going yeah. like three or four or five or six. That's the way it used to be. Now everybody's devalued across the league. 
the, the running back position. The running backs get screwed comparatively to the other positions. We all know that. And me suggesting that Bijan could go 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 is not me saying we're reverting back. The cycle is broken. We're going back to valued running backs. Uh, Jameer Gibbs would be the equivalent of the most talented running back in most any other draft class. And he's going to go at 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, somewhere at the very bottom uh, of the 20s in the draft. Like that's where Jameer Gibbs is likely going to line up. I think Philly at 30 would be fantastic. I think 28 Cincy, 27 Buffalo. Those would all be amazing landing spots for for Jameer Gibbs. So, I don't know if you want if you want Bijan, I would strike at 9. I don't think I would I would flirt I mean, with trading that, down. That's exactly what I've been saying. Kind of just hoping I'm just taking him at 9. I mean, I understand we need a quarterback. Everybody wants a quarterback. Me, I'm like, man, I take Bijan at 9 and then maybe next year try to go all out for Caleb Williams, you know, spend all these first rounds that we're talking about for this year, do it next year, and then, you know, you got your stud running back. So I would even be fine with bringing Sam Darnold back for this year and drafting Bijan and then, you know, trying to go get our quarterback next year or, or bring in like a, like a Jimmy G or somebody like that, you know. But I, I don't know, man. You know, Bijan is just a generational type talent, and they don't come around that often. Bro, you had me until Sam Darnold. I, I know, I get it, I get it. I, I, that's just how strongly I feel about Bijan. And, I, and, and don't get me wrong, man. I, I don't want Sam Darnold at all. Yeah, don't say it again. But I just want Bijan that just that much more. Don't, don't say it again. You don't want to will that into existence, bro. I promise you. I yeah, pro- you yeah. should know this and, by and now. And honestly, <laughs> I don't think Sam will be back, even though they have been talking about maybe doing like a one-year deal. But the uh, – all the local media has already reported that the Panthers are not in on the Lamar. You know, I, I think I think Mike Mike White Mike White would be a real good player in Carolina in in a system that had Bijan Robinson, DJ Moore. That could be a, a really decent place for for Mike White. I think uh, honestly, if I'm the Panthers, I'm doing my darndest to trade that nine pick up to the one. Yeah, as much as I like the idea of Bijan. Bro, if you could keep a second-round pick and come in and scoop up a, a Sean Tucker, and you get Sean Tucker uh, as your, your starting running back in 2023 and beyond, and you can trade a future first-rounder to get this Bears number one, I don't know what you're going to have to surrender to get it. But if you well, guys well, can... Well, they're, they're going to have to trade at least 224 and yeah. 25, and I'm just not... Yeah. Crazy about that. yeah, it'd be at least two first rounders minimum to go from nine to one just in this draft class. But but to get Anthony Richardson and get a Sean Tucker later with DJ Moore, with that offensive line, with that coaching staff, I think the Panthers would be a team to be reckoned with in about two, three. You you would be on the Detroit Lions track. You know, the Detroit Lions, they kind of flashed a little bit t- this year. Here's what I we're going to here's what we're going to bring. I don't think you what? Hold on, Stephen. I, I don't. I don't see Anthony Richardson uh, doing anything in Carolina. Or okay, then, 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 I, I've seen. I've seen this before. Um, he's got no touch on football. You, he's a strong player. You know what? You know what? Okay, that, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Then, then trade for the Cardinals' number three pick because the Cardinals do want to trade down. And if you could get Bryce Young. I mean that's a that's a really good move there. I think he'd be a good fit in Carolina. Good offensive line, protect him. A, a, a five ten, one hundred ninety pound quarterback. Yeah, just like two. Let me sure. let me run this. Go ahead. Take him first overall. <laughs> Steven. welcome back, Stephen. Uh, let, let's Thank you. real quickly, Stephen. Hang tight. Let's go to Ron Navy, and then I want to go to after that. I want to go back to Alex for a brief moment. So Ron Navy, go ahead. 
Yeah, well, Carolina is in a predicament. They definitely need a quarterback. But, the, you know, and they got they got a couple decent running backs, you know, um, in the backfield, going back and forth, sharing the backfield right now. I don't know what their best move is. Um, I definitely try to get a, a better quarterback situation in there, and then you can build around him. Um, Bijan, I think, is a – you know, you might be better off waiting and, and getting, like, Taking moving up and then later in the draft taking if you if Charbonnet or uh, yeah a Tucker back Charbonnet like come, definitely yeah he he'd be a really good um, running back I could see Char- strong I, I see Charbonnet in Carolina he, he's a Carolina type running back you know he he is he is strong yeah, but if he's gonna be there at ninety Ron maybe is he gonna be there at ninety because if we trade our second rounder which is San Francisco that's in the sixties. So yeah. is that going to be there? No, Char- in the 90s? Char- that, Charbonnet. That, thing. No, you can't draft a, a Moon Man in the nineties, bro. That's not yeah, even exactly. possible. There's Charbonnet character. Hey, tight everybody! I'm hitting the Moon Man button. Charbonnet, man. an absolute monster. This is a Moon Man. This Moon Man doesn't go in the nineties. No way. No way at all. Get get Charbonnet. Get Charbonnet. Um, maybe you um you you trade future picks. To move up in the draft to get him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Ron, there is, um, there is talk now since Deuce is here. There is talk that they're thinking about possibly signing Jamal Williams. It's an okay move. It's not a, a flashy move. That's a yeah, that's a stopgap measure. You know, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, don't. He did get a long. He did get a touchdown last year. You know what? You know what I think though. I think oh, Jam- I think Jamal's so loyal to the Detroit Lions situation though. I know money talks, so I, I get it, but I have a feeling that I have a feeling that he won't maybe he will. Maybe he'll get a big deal, but I have a feeling he won't get the offers that that are intriguing enough for him to leave his loyal environment where they believed in him. He feels at home. He did very well in Detroit and and I don't know. I kind of have a feeling he's gonna re sign with the uh, with the Detroit Lions, but we'll see. That's definitely a good place, but I think Charbonnet, I, when I picture Charbonnet, Bijan, I, I, I picture one of those guys in Carolina. I feel like I feel like Carolina is a very underrated location for one of those RBs. Um, real yeah, quickly. I just don't know they'll be there. If I'm going to ask a question, uh, if you guys don't mind, uh, what was the name of the Alabama kid that had the knee injury that came back late last year for uh, Detroit? Uh, I'm expecting big things from that kid. Uh, I can't remember his name. Talking about Jameson Williams. No, I, it's not Charlotte Nagy, is it? No, you're not. You are you talking about a receiver or a running back? Uh, a, a wide receiver. Uh, he was at Alabama. Yeah, he had yeah. and uh, he came back, uh, and they have. Uh, What's he talking about? I can't remember the boy's name. What are you talking about, Stephen? He's talking about Jameson Williams. Jameson. Oh, I thought he said running back. Yeah, well, uh, Williams. Uh, I, I tell you what, I think I expect big things from that kid this yeah. year. Yeah, St. Brown's St. Brown's going to try and prevent him from becoming the number one wide receiver there. But but Jameson Williams has got a Saint lot Brown a lot of upside. One. But uh, that yeah. boy on the outside is going to make a big deal. Yeah, he, and I he, tell you what, to the good. moon. If I got a to the moon for you, Smitty, it's going to be Calvin Ridley. Because with that uh, uh, that receiving core that uh, uh, they have in Jacksonville, those boys are going to put up some fucking. Uh, they're going to put up points. Pardon my French. Yeah, you can't you can't drop bombs on here, bro. Stevens uh, in timeout I, I, again. He's in timeout again. 
He's in timeout again. It it takes the monetization <laughs> around. God, he can't. He just can't do it. I saw that coming. Ten, ten minutes. Coming. Ten minute timeout, Stephen. Jeez. He um, hey, 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 real quickly, let me let me read let me read these super chats to get them off the screen here. Lamar Jackson to the Niners trade Lance with picks. Niner Ricky. Niner Ricky. You can't do it. The Niners can't. They're prohibited from even negotiating with Lamar Jackson. You need a first rounder in 2023. Appreciate your super chat, though. Uh, the work day show. Appreciate you. Uh, Stetson Bennett to my Ravens. Let's go. He likes Stetson Bennett. Uh, Hobgy's dropping another $5 holler. Hobgy's is dropping money all over the place today. Appreciate you, my guy. Steven got kicked out of the OK Corral Sports Bar. Now he's here arguing with Smitty and getting on our nerves, says Hobgy's. Well, Hobgy's is not the only one that has been annoyed, but there have been a couple fans. There are a couple Steven fanboys in the in the chat. I'm gonna say he's got mi- he's got mixed reactions from people, but half the people love him, half the people hate him. He reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. He reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. Half the people love him, half the people hate him. Appreciate all of you guys super chatting. Thank you very much. Never expected, always appreciated. Help keep the lights on. Consider dropping a super chat like these bad boys. Okay, uh, Ron Navy, continue, and then Kamish is up. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as, and I know Steven's gone now, but he's probably still listening. Um, Thanks, David. As, as far as uh, uh, Baltimore is is gone, until Baltimore um, owner fires to Costa and starts all over, maybe even start out with a new, new head coach. I mean, you know, uh, Harbaugh's been there a long time, but the, the, the team – Lamar's teammates are behind him, and that's evident in the in the tweet that that uh, Bateman put out against Acosta about how they're treating their players and this and that. And and right there, with what they're doing to Lamar, that locker room is already destroyed. So Harbaugh is already in a tough spot because the locker room is being destroyed, being separated, and there is no way that. No matter who they draft, no matter what they do, as long as they got the GM and the upper management the way they have it, they're never going to recover. They're going to be bottom. They're not going to win games. They might win a few games here and there. Huntley is not the answer. No matter who you bring in, you're still going to have that toxic management up top that don't know what they're doing, that's not doing what's right for the team, that's not really building the team like it needs to be built, not treating the players like they not not even that, not even having the facilities that the players need to thrive in. Baltimore is just a bust. They're not they're they're a shadow. Bro, Baltimore is flushing their future down the toilet, Ron. You and I both agree. Yeah. I Kamish, what do you want to say to that? I Kamish, I look, my Cardinals are flushing their their future down the toilet, so I'm with you. It's not like I can't be objective on it. The Cardinals tying themselves to Kyler Murray is just an inevitable failure that we're tying ourselves to. We have the number three overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals. Very rarely do you ever get a chance to draft one of three quarterbacks that feel like they could be game changers. I like Bryce Young a lot. I know a lot of people think he's too small. I like Bryce Young. No one else has to like him. I like him. Kyler Murray's a smaller guy, so I think I know how this works out. Kyler Murray didn't fail or isn't failing because of his 
size. He's failing because of his piss-poor attitude, his inability to mingle with the team and be a leader. And so those are the reasons Kyler Murray's failing. Kyler Murray's proven that he's electric on the field. He's just not a good leader. And so my Cardinals are going to fail, and we have a long road ahead of us. So I'm with you, Kamish, but what do you think about your future? If you let Lamar go... There's no options here unless you trade up to the number one overall pick. There's just it's going to be a long road. Wait, I never talked about the Cardinals. Are you sure you're reading? No, I'm. I'm trying to what tell I'm you not? that when I'm ripping on your Ravens, in in a sense, I'm trying to oh, let I, you know I'm a car. I'm in Arizona. I'm a Cardinal fan, and so I'm trying to like tell you that we're as in bad a shape as you are. In some sense, we got a quarterback, but he's injured. He's got a bad attitude. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. And we're tying ourselves to him when we're sitting there with the number three overall pick. And we have the ability to take destiny into our hands and draft a QB and trade Kyler away. But we won't. So I'm trying to prove to you that you and I are in the same boat. But I want to know, do you feel any hope at all as a Ravens fan if Lamar leaves? Because I don't know how you could unless you get the number one overall pick. So I have two thoughts about that. Both of them have very, very little hope, but one of them is possibly, um, I don't want to say dynasty creating, but it could be. But I'll start with the one that's not crazy space, the tinfoil hat talk. Um, No, I'm looking at the, I don't have hope. I'm looking at the uh, contract right now and we've signed a lot of our players that are core players ronnie stanley marlon humphrey marcus williams we have kyle hamilton and linder bomb on rookie deals we have um i mean we only have receivers that are on rookie deals anyways uh Roquan. we have all of these players as if we were going to win now and as a as a as an nfl fan What's the end goal of anything? Not not to just be some kind of mid-team that goes to the AFC Championship once in every three years and never gets to the Super Bowl. No, you see what the Rams did, and now they suck, which I still think is interesting, but you see they went all in on something, and then they faced the consequences, but they got a Super Bowl out of it. And if you want to be a mid-500 team... You can go with Tyler Huntley. You're never going to get to the top without yeah. someone like Lamar. All right, ra- ra- wrap it up. Let's... Wrap it up. Go ahead. Okay, the other one was at, uh, we can. Uh, what if we just like tank and then you know get uh, Kayla Williams next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I said, it, but will you ruin him? Hopefully, by then, uh, yeah, cost will be gone and Harbaugh will be gone. Yeah, your GM is a problem, bro. Your GM is a problem. He is. He's really good at drafting, though, which sucks. Well, he, you know, he should have. He should stay. He should have stayed in a personnel position or something. But uh, your GM's a problem. I think you know you have you have Lamar right now, and you and and he and the organization feel like he's not the guy, and and to not want to pay him forty five million dollars for one season, and an exclusive tag him is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Danny Dimes, Jimmy G's going to get 30-something. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G got $35 million. I'm not saying he deserves it, but to, to sit here and pretend Lamar doesn't deserve $45 million for one year, that's why the tag's there. That's why the tag's there. It, it's crazy. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Him and 
it's like you could say, oh, it's a prove it. Uh, then you get paid a lot more. He's not going to get paid any more than what he's asking for. So what was the risk of exclusive tag? I, I don't. I, that's out? what I'm saying. No one can answer it. No one can answer. I'm asking anybody to oh, come I'm... in and tell me the, the benefit of the non-exclusive tag. It's it's a misstep. It's another misstep by an organization that's flushing their future down the toilet, like the Cardinals. Uh, I'm I'm pissed off about my Cardinals. Uh, 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 looks like Stephen can call back in. Uh, your eight minute timer is over. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Where's my Where's my Stephen timer? Okay, we got another caller in here to get some fresh blood in here. You're You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Oh, that was fast, man. Who? This is, uh, that was fast. You picked up fast. Yeah, that's how we roll. I, I got an assistant here that answers the phone. Hello? You're you're going to be oh, live. Yeah. Hang tight. Here's Smitty. Hey, what's up? What's up, pal? Hey, what can I... I'll talk to you. You don't sound too cute as a lady, but I'll talk to you. Okay. What can I... What's your name? What's your name, bro? William. William, what's up? What can I do for you? By the way, that was my mom. So she appreciates the compliment, William. Oh. William, what can we do okay. for you? Hey, now I was I was saying that I, I think that if the Ravens let Lamar go, and I think like why they hit him with the non-exclusive because that's kind of what the Ravens do. I think they did it with Ray Lewis in that year where where they were deciding whether they should keep Bart Scott or Ray Lewis. I think they let Ray Lewis go out on the market, but he came back eventually. So if Lamar isn't the passer that we want him to be and he's kept us out of well he kept us out of the playoffs last year this year we could have went further because of his injury in the pocket yeah I know but all that wear and tear from running you know it wears on you I was saying before get rid of the offensive coordinator and get rid of Lamar finally comes the year where they want to get rid of both of them that doesn't make sense to me so anyway I think that we'll be fine if we pick up Stetson and Bennett, man, that's what I'm going with. Stetson and Bennett, a guy that can actually run an offense—that's what we need. I, I like oh, him. I like Stetson Bennett, but I think he's uh, definitely a project, and the Ravens are going to have to build around that. You're in a rebuild mode, so Stevens on the line. Steven, hang tight, real quick. Yeah, people like Steven that think the Ravens are going to win now with Stetson Bennett, or win now with these alternate quarterback situations. It's a full give up rebuild situation, which if you accept that, then it's understandable. Like he you, wants he wants two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed. He wants he wants the Sean Watson money. He's not he's, worth it. It, it, it. It's idiotic to think that somebody, especially my Ravens, are going to pay this guy. Especially, uh, you know, if, if you get two first round picks, fine, get rid of him. I'm over it. I know it's you're. I, I, I know you're over it, but your season's going to be over too, though. You get, look, you got to pay the price, Stephen. It's not going to be a Stephen. Tyler Huntley played fine. We'll take another quarterback. We'll figure it out, Stephen. Whether you it's like it or not, Stephen. Whether you like it or not, the market is the market, and two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed in two and a half years from now is going to not be the number, even three or four contract in the NFL. It's, it's not, and I understand that, many, but it's not the number right now. It's not the number right now. It's going to be when when, when you have Hurts and Burrow. Right Bur- Bur- look, he's not good enough. Look, I said he's this. He's not good enough li- to be listen, a Raven. He's Steve, not. Steven, listen to this. Debo Samuel, when the Niners refused to sign him at the beginning of the offseason, I came out here and beat a dead horse on the topic and said, the Niners are going to regret not signing him and creating all this animosity as these contracts climb up every single time, Tyreek Hill, Adams, Christian Kirk, 
and the same thing's going to happen with the quarterbacks. Joe it's Burrow, and, Joe Burrow, it's and Jalen Hurts. Uh, wide receiver. Joe Burrow it's and Jalen. Joe Burrow and Jalen. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of telling you why, Stephen. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts are about to reset the market in a way that's going to make your eyeballs pop out of your head, pal. And so, guess what? Lamar is going to be on this contract. Not even a top three. QB market value wise, if he signed a deal, he was going to probably sign. As soon as Jalen Hurts signs, team construction, given the team construction and uh, whatever, I I would pay Jalen Hurts. I would pay Joe Burrow. I'm not paying Lamar. Okay, he then, hasn't done enough. I and I understand that coming from a he, Kyler Murray doubter. Okay, healthy. I get it, Stephen, and I would respect that take. If the next words out of your mouth weren't, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to win. The defense is going to take you to the promise down. That's the only part where I I can't accept it, Stephen. Maybe you don't win a Super Bowl with with Lamar because of the way you disable him in in Baltimore. Not you specifically, Stephen, but your your organization, your GM. You don't enable him. You take away from him. You disable him. And so we don't know what Lamar is really capable of doing because we've never seen him fully supported. If you as an organization, as an NFL franchise, spend all this money and you go down this road and you say it's going to be a dynamic running quarterback the same way that the Eagles have been, that, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 Hurts has just been lucky so far, and, and Josh Allen, and you say it's going to be running dynamic through the ball on the run, it's always the same crap. There's no difference. Steven, how do you say Hurts has been lucky? For one thing, for one thing, you say, I love Lamar, I love Lamar. Then you bash on him and you won't, don't you think he's deserving of money. So how can you love the guy and, and not want to pay the guy when it's your whole Baltimore Ravens organization that is the problem? I mean, seriously. Your your organization. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't see it as a problem. I just see it as a quarterback and a franchise that can't make it happen. That's all I see. That it's just business. How can you say that you love Lamar, but then you trash him and you don't want to pay him the money? I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense. Your organization. I'm not paying Lamar two hundred million dollars. Not. Your general manager stinks. Okay, they make bad decisions. No, I, I completely and totally disagree with that. They don't. Give, and I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the other callers' candor on the matter, and it's fine. And I'll shut up and listen. But okay. I completely disagree with the way okay. you're making a mistake. I completely disagree with that. How can you love Lamar and not want him paying the money? He has two feelings at the same time. They, they explain this on. Hold on, oh, hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. They explain this on Sesame Street when you're a kid. You can have two feelings at the same time. It's uncomfortable. You don't really know how to describe it when you're a child. But but Stevens feeling two moments, two funny feelings at the same time. He likes Lamar. He hates Lamar. Uh, Steven, again, I appreciate and respect your stance of that you don't want Lamar on the roster. I am confused. Like Ron Navy, the, it sounded like you loved him at one moment. But I would I, love I, for Lamar to stay on the roster. Oh my God! But Lamar is asking for more than he's worth. That's all I'm saying. I love Lamar. I would love for Lamar to go to Atlanta and win a Super Bowl. I'd love for Atlanta, for Lamar to go anywhere and win a Super Bowl. I love the kid. 
I'm confused. But he's not getting word the money from Baltimore. He's I'm not. confused. So, so he can go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl. So he's good enough to go somewhere else and get paid the money he's worth to win a Super Bowl, but he's not worth paying the money to win a Super Bowl in Baltimore. Is what you're saying? Okay. Yes, uh, with with the way that they run things, yes, he's not he's not going to win. So there. they run he's things they run things poorly, is what you're so trying to needs, admit. He needs to move on. I love the kid. I want. I wish him well. If he goes to Atlanta, if he goes anywhere else, win a Super Bowl, kid. I'm going to be rooting for him. I love I'm Lamar. I'm confused. <laughs> but Lamar is not going to get 250 or 220 million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, he not is not happening. He's, get, he's getting we'll, 200 we'll mil. We will uh, make it work. Steven, Steven Jalen Hurts is going to get a $500 million, $50 million a year, $500 total million dollar contract. Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow is going to get cigars factored into his contract. He's going to get a $450, million. The Bengals have never paid a quarterback in their history. And they may not they will. pay Burrow. They, they will. May no, turn around Steven, come and, on, and Steven, Steven, Steven. Like Steven. Lamar. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. The Get Bengals are not going to pay Lamar six, or, or Burrow $60 million. Bro, bro Joe Burrow's making one number one or number two overall money. In NFL quarterback money, he's getting a four hundred to five hundred million dollar contract. The Bengals will pay it. The Bengals will pay it. Let, let, let pay me all. Yes, they will. Let me tell you why, Stephen. They've never been to the Super Bowl and back to like they've never been in this situation before. The the the, the Bengals are are winning and are a whole totally different franchise yes, under this, it, under it, cigar like smoking Joe Burrow. They're paying him whatever he wants, it, whatever it, he it, commands. They're, they're desperate. They're paying him whatever he you commands. People are getting burrowed left and right, and, and people are going to remember. For a completely guaranteed contract, and then all of a sudden, everybody is supposed to say, "Oh, that's the best thing." No, and, that's and, and, that, and that's an old the look. Stephen, no Stephen, that's an old school stance. I understand where it's coming from. It's coming from a place of logic. But guess what? The lo- logic doesn't control the NFL. Logic doesn't control the market. These players control the market. Teams that fold and pay players control the market. And when Lamar Jackson is going to get pried away from a team that doesn't know what they're doing, that doesn't know how to utilize Lamar, doesn't know how to support him, they don't even know how to franchise tag him properly because now you're going to get a team that's going to come in and say, you know what, he wasn't worth three first-rounders and $230 million guaranteed, but guess what he is worth? Two first-rounders and two hundred to $230 million guaranteed. You just made it a whole lot easier for a team to overpay him now because now the draft capital portion is not even big. Or I would pay that for uh, uh, the kid out in uh, San Diego playing for the Chargers. Uh, but I'm not paying that for Lamar Jackson. I know you're not, not, Stephen. We know that. Let's end this conversation. We know you don't. You love Lamar. You don't love him. You're rooting for him. You don't. I get it, Stephen. And I again, I totally respect if your stance is we want to move on for what Lamar, are, you, similar to how I want to move. What are, what are you? What are you paying him to stay in Baltimore? What are you paying him? If I've answered this before, he's a bust in Baltimore. 
That's why I'm saying I understand and agree with you. If you believe that Lamar can't succeed there because they don't support him, the type of quarterback he is, he's not a pocket passer monster. Okay, hold on. Steven, hold on. Steven, hold on. Steven, hold on. Hold on. Steven, hold on. He's not a pocket. He's not a pocket passer. Can he be a better pocket passer than he is right now? Absolutely. We don't know what his ceiling is because you won't give him wide receivers. If he goes to Atlanta, he gets to do his running thing, but he gets to curb that back a little bit. He's got Kyle Pitts. He loves. He loves Mark Andrews. We know what he can I do would, with Kyle Pitts. He's got Drake London. He can I throw to Drake seen. London. He's got Tyler Algier, a non-ACL healthy running back that could run the football, and they'll turn everything around slowly because he's going to sign a big long contract. So. Not everything has to happen in year one. They'll fix the offensive line a little bit by a little bit. They'll of fix course, the defensive line. They'll get better staff. They'll I, work I, on their training I, room. I, I hope that he wins the Super Bowl. He's not going to. He, but the, the problem is this Atlanta Falcons report here. They're not pursuing Lamar Jackson, which upsets me to no end. But, but here's what I'm trying to tell you, Stephen. I uh, this is I'm going to leave it here, and then we're going to go to the next caller. Uh, you can stay on hold if you want, but we got to stop beating a dead horse on this. And just don't interrupt. Hold on. What I'm saying is. That Lamar Jackson is not going to succeed in Baltimore if he returns to Baltimore on some sort of a nostalgia. I want to just, you know, I want to, I want to be with, I want to be on the, I want to be a Baltimore Raven. I'm going to reject all these offers. I want to be with Baltimore. Whatever he is, a little. He, he has, doesn't want to be a Baltimore Raven. It's over. That that ship has sailed. There we go. We're resetting the timer. Steven, you can call back in another eight minutes. I, I told you I wanted to get my point across. Lamar Jackson is is not enabled, and I could understand Steven's point, and somehow I feel like he's going to interrupt me even though he's not on the call anymore. It, it is If your stance was get rid of him, we don't support him. We, we can't pay him $200 million guaranteed dollars if we don't enable him and he continues to fail. That stance I understand. But when Steven then followed it up with, hey, Smitty, I think the Baltimore Ravens will be fine. I think they're going to win. They're going to be better than ever. Their defense is amazing. That's when we take the tape. Total take a lap moment there, Steven. I'm sorry, but your Ravens are going to go down the toilet regardless. They don't support Lamar. Sign him to a $200 million guaranteed deal. Lamar busts in Baltimore. I'm telling you that. I agree with that. But you don't sign him. You're not better off. You're, you're going downhill, bro. Uh, okay, so let's go to uh, let's go to William real quickly, then Commission, then Ron Navy, and then I might wrap it up because my eating window is closing as fast as this timer is moving. I haven't eaten a single thing yet today. My fasting window has opened up. I'm here arguing with Stephen. I'm a little hangry on top of it. Let's go, William. Let's go, Commission. Let's go, Ron Navy. Drop it. What's kind of crazy is, like, I don't know who that guy was, uh, but I was agreeing to him a lot. I can tell he's a Maryland guy because I'm a Maryland guy, too, living in Seattle. I agree with what he says. Like, I love Lamar, but the Ravens, what I don't agree with him with is that the Ravens actually messed up because they should have did a deal with Lamar when Lamar had, like, two or three years left on his contract. That way you can pay him, you know, he'll accept the deal. You might pay him a little bit less. But now that it's deadline time, you have to come out your pocket with this crazy, ludicrous Deshaun Watson deal that no somebody might do it. You might let uh, the Falcons gonna the Falcons gonna Falcons, the uh, the Panthers gonna Panther, the Browns gonna Brown. That's why those franchises 
overpay for their players. They do stupid stuff, and they lose. The Ravens are a winning franchise. They're not going to pay him now, and that's why they will continue to be a successful franchise. But I think they messed up by not signing him before. It was. Re- I love Lamar Jackson, but it's, yeah, it was messed it up. It was ridiculous not to exclusive franchise tag him. It was absolute stupidity. I thought it was a posture move to say we might actually non-exclusive tag him to get some more interest and get people like saying, hey, wait, 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 we might be, you know, like and to just perk everybody's ears up a little bit. And then they were going to franchise tag him on the exclusive. There's no one in here but, yet. But do we know what's going on behind the scenes? I wonder what are they, what is the cost of the thing? Because you know that Newsom is actually still there. He's lurking behind that dark veil, man. He's still back there whispering in people's ears. So it's like, what are they actually thinking? They they do have another plan. We just haven't seen it yet. To let Lamar Jackson just go out there and shop the market, you know, let people come in with offers. What are what is their ultimate plan? We just don't know, man. Bro, it's stupidity. It's stupidity is what it is. Because uh, and I'm hoping to God, Diana Russini, um, who I respect, and and I'm hoping her sources are dead wrong. I'm not. That's not not a knock on her. I'm not saying she's reporting anything wrong. I just hope that these sources right here are just. I don't know. She talked to the wrong person, or they said it wrong, or something. I just hope to God the Atlanta Falcons are in on Lamar Jackson because that would be a phenomenal situation. Unless they plan on trading up for the number one overall pick, then I'm on board with that as well. But I I I, I think Kyle Pitts will be okay. To a degree, I think London will be okay to a degree. I think both of them drop in value enough on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Please jump on Underdog Fantasy. The link is pinned in the live chat. The link is in the description. We'll be going live to do some live drafts tonight at midnight. So if you want in, you got to click that link ahead of time and sign up. You will not get into the live best ball drafts. And they're not mock drafts. They're live best ball drafts with uh, uh, tons of prizes and stuff. And it's $10 per entry. We might even do a private league on Underdog tonight. So get ready for that. But but the values will tank a little bit for Kyle Pitts in London. So res, you know, respectively and and, and relatively, it, they'll they'll be probably you know good value to the point where even if we don't expect as big of a blow up, at least their values are, are lesser. Whereas Olave went from a third round pick to probably a, a head of Garrett Wilson. I think in some contexts he'll be a top fifteen overall player. Olave will get drafted in the top fifteen to eighteen overall in in fantasy football drafts go forward. And that ADP data will... Depending on who the Jets pick up. What, just say if the Jets pick up Lamar. If the Jets pick up Rodgers. Then you got another bump for Garrett Wilson. It's all going to be affected by all this quarterback movement. So, as it stands right now, the Jets are probably in play for both Aaron Rodgers and Lamar. And I think the Jets probably are sitting there going like this. You remember when the, you remember when the Vikings were sitting in the, war, in the war room and they were on deck and... And uh, the Eagles drafted Rager, and they literally went, "Oh my God, they didn't take Jefferson. They took Rager. We got him. We got him. They're all. We got Jefferson. Like, couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. The Jets are probably sitting there in their war room, going, "Yeah, we got to take Aaron Rodgers. We got to take Aaron Rodgers. The old man. We got to get the old man." And all of a sudden, they see the non-exclusive tag get dropped on Lamar Jackson in the final hour. And they just sit there and go, we got him. We got him. We're overpaid. They've already said they'll yeah. overpay handsomely. Okay, yeah. The Jets are, I told everybody this before, the Jets are the most likely to land Carr and Aaron Rodgers because they're the best location. They're a Super Bowl contending team with arguably, in my opinion, and it's my opinion, the number one defense in the entire National Football League in 2023. I firmly believe they're going to be the best because they're going to have offensive support. And Aaron Rodgers... And, and hold, if Rodgers goes to the Jets, 
I will take Garrett Wilson in the first round. If he's right around that Don't do that. Don't ruin his don't ruin his ADP. I'm taking him, man. I got I'm taking Don't ruin his ADP. But here here's what I'm trying to say, okay? <laughs> here's what I'm trying to say. If Aaron Rod now now you've got another player in the game. We had Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets because Derek Carr is taken off the board. The Jets are going to be the most attractive landing spot because of that defense, because everybody knows about the Jets. Even if you're, sometimes players aren't as embedded in this as you think. You know, when I tore my knee and I had rehab next to two NFL players, two defensive backs, when I was going through my, my early days, when I was an athlete, I was a young kid, I was doing my ACL recovery, I was in rehab with a, a couple, one is a Detroit Lion defensive back, uh, and I won't say his name. Because uh, I don't want to embarrass him. But he knew nothing about football. He knew nothing about football in a sense that, like, I'm like, who's the best wide receiver you've ever covered? And he'd give me the dumbest names. I'm like, bro, do you even know that these other guys exist? How are these the names you're coming up with? It's weird how these players think of it like when you're inside a movie script. Like, you're an actor. You don't know what the movie's going to look like at all. You're reading these lines. They're out of order. You don't even know what the movie's going to be good or not. Sometimes players are so close to the situation, so deep into one area, they can't see from out far. But I think every player understands that the, that's why some players pick bad landing spots. That's why it was like AB didn't want to be in Buffalo. He didn't realize Josh Allen was on the rise and that place was going to be unbelievable. I want to go do this. I want to be this. I want to go be a Raider. I want to go be a Raider. You want to be a Raider and not a Buffalo Bill. These players are weird sometimes. They can't see straight. They don't, they're clouded. And But everybody, I'm telling you, everybody understands what time it is when it comes to the New York football Jets. Everybody knows they had Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson as, as, as rookie of the years. They had Brees Hall as probably a guy that would have bumped Garrett Wilson out for rookie of the year. They have just an unbelievable team. And it's, it's a, a, a Super Bowl ready contending team and you've got now two people in play so Lamar's in play for New York I don't know if they'll come out and shoot that down but Lamar's in play for New York Aaron Rodgers is obviously in play for New York New York's flying out to meet Aaron Rodgers in California they're probably sitting down right now having a a, a baguette or some avocado toast you know at some yoga out, outdoor yoga juice shop or something. They're sitting there right there right, right now, sitting on their on their on on their rear ends on some kind of grass mat, like meditating with Aaron Rodgers right now. They're sitting there trying to wine and dine him. But at the at the back of their mind, they're thinking, Lamar, <laughs> Lamar's in play. Lamar's in play. We got him. We got him. High fives all around. We got him. Lamar's in play. Can you believe Lamar Jackson was non-exclusive tagged? What were the what were the Ravens thinking? Now we can go get him. He's he's not maybe worth 200 million guaranteed with three first rounders of draft capital. But if you dial down the three first rounders to two, some even said four first rounders. I'm not saying his market value was four, but there were people actually talking about that. And now he's costing two first rounders. You slapped out a number that the Ravens won't accept. The have been very clear. We will go to bat and we will overspend any cost. Doesn't matter. We want we want a quarterback. We want a veteran quarterback. We want to do it live. And this team's going to overpay for Aaron Rodgers or Lamar. And now they have a way out. If if if, if Aaron Rodgers wants to go back to Green Bay, which is always possible with this guy, you know, nostalgia. He goes back last minute or retires. What what, what if the darkness retreat did him in? You know. Now they've got Lamar, and they will pull out all the stops for him. The Jets have to. They're a Super Bowl contending team. 
Lamar Jackson's going to maybe be a New York Jet now. That That's an interesting part of this. That, that Can is, I tell you what I think real quick? One last thing. Yeah. Can I tell you what I think what's going to happen real quick? I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet because they can't just waste Jordan Love's talent. I think Lamar Jackson might go to the Panthers. And just one more thing about Hollywood Brown. People are saying, oh, why did they get rid of Hollywood? Why did, he was a good receiver. If, I'm a Ravens fan. I've looked at the tape. Hollywood had a bunch of passes thrown directly in his mitt. And he dropped them. And then he looked at his hands like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? What are you two guys doing? So that's why they let go of him, man. He kept dropping passes. Yeah, hey, appreciate appreciate you, man, and, and and I agree. Lamar is either a Jet or a Panther, if I have to predict right now. Aaron Rodgers is either a Green Bay Packer or a New York Jet, and that means the Raiders are going to try really hard for Lamar. Maybe they land him. Look, as, to Ron Navy's point earlier, that L- Lamar, out of principle, eventually he would sign something if it's questionable, like going to throw to Devontae Adams and Waller is attractive enough, and Josh Jacobs says his RB, that's an attractive enough scenario to say, screw Baltimore, I'm going to get paid bank, maybe they improve the defense, let's let's ride. Las Vegas, let's ride. <laughs> Las Vegas, let's go. Like, he's going to do that to an extent. So I agree with Ron, I agree with Ron Navy, but I don't think Tennessee is going to do that. I don't think he's that's going to lure him in. But he'll go to the Raiders if, if yeah. need be. The Raiders better swing big. They better give him $250 million guaranteed. They better make Steven Shart in his pants on the live stream when we announce the Raiders offer sheet of $250 million guaranteed. They better pull out all the stops because they franchise tag Josh Jacobs. They've got Devontae Adams on the bag. Like, this is this is a team overpaying. If they don't strike rich at QB and they go the route of Jimmy G, they're going to be worse off than the Baltimore Ravens without a quarterback. Uh, hold on. Let's I'm go. To, listen online, man. Let's go to Ron. Let's go to Ron Navy real quick, and then let's go to the commission. Ron Navy, uh, thirty seconds. Then go to the commission. All right. Yeah. I was just using. Uh, I was just using the Titans as an example of a team out there. That's all <laughs> for Lamar. I, I think Carolina. But heck, you know, Carolina would be you good. Ne- you never know, Carolina. Yeah, I, I'd actually like to see how he would do with the Raiders. That would be interesting. You know what? You know what's interesting. Or even even Tampa Bay. You know what we need to keep even in mind Tampa too. Bay we haven't we haven't spoken a word about this yet. Commissioner, you're coming up in a second. So listen to what what I'm saying here. Okay, look at the draft picks. If it's Carolina, that's the number nine overall. Okay, that's the number nine overall. If it's the uh, the Raider, where's the Raiders first rounder? This is a, uh, the Raiders is seven. So seven. Se- seven and nine. Those are two amazing picks. The Jets pick is uh, the Jets have the 13. So very, 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 all very, very close. All those are very good picks, but the seven, the nine and the 13, that's a lot. That's, that's, that's some, that's some difference there, you know, like to where you're, you're rooting for one thing over the other, but they don't really have control. It's the offer sheet that has the control. It's Lamar that has the control. But at the end of the day, the three the three teams that we're projecting to probably be the biggest players in this are drafting at number 13, number 7, and number 9. That's a fantastic pick for the Baltimore Ravens to get back. We haven't really mentioned that, in all fairness. That's a really good draft slot. Go ahead. Well, what, would happen, what would happen if, if okay, they, let's say Carolina comes in with a 9 or the Raiders come in with a 7 and they get the 7. And then um, 
where where is Baltimore's pick uh, later on in the first round? Uh, Baltimore. Are they Baltimore's the twenty-two? Okay, so take the twenty-two and take. Let's say they get the seventh from the Raiders, and then offer those two picks up to the Bears for the one. And get a brand new uh, quarterback. That would be a move. That would be a great move. That's what I would do. That's what I do. But let's say Levis falls to the to the Baltimore Ravens at seven, and then let's say let's say uh, Flower Zay Flower falls to twenty two. That would be an impressive rebuild. That would be an impressive rebuild, and you'd have a future twenty twenty four first. The problem is, are the are the Ravens smart enough to do this? I don't think so. I don't think so, Ron. I highly doubt they take Levis and a wide receiver at twenty two. I think they crap the bed at the wide receiver uh, call, and maybe they draft Levis. You know, maybe they draft Hen and Hooker too high. I don't know what the Ravens are capable of doing at this point. I question their judgment. The fact that they gave the non-exclusive tag. And and maybe maybe they know that one of these teams and they really want the seven, they really want the, the nine, they really whatever. But even so, if you were to negotiate on the exclusive tag, you would be getting that pick anyway if this team is willing to give up three first rounders for Lamar. And I guarantee you, one of these teams would have been tempted to do it and probably done it. And if not, Lamar, again, $45 million for one more year is not a big amount of money. It's one year. You're tying up one year of this. It's not like you're tying up a whole bunch of money for years and years to come. This is what running quarterbacks cost right now. Danny Dimes is going to cost. Jimmy G is going to get $30 plus million, And people are worried about paying Lamar $45 million. In this climate, this running back or this quarterback market, forty-five million is not a lot. We're, there's a reason that number's there too. It's top five for the position, and Lamar's worth right at top five. Let's not act like that's a crazy amount. It's set there for a reason. Um, let's go to the commission real quick. So you started saying something that I was thinking while I was just waiting and thinking. You know what? The Ravens have been pretty stupid, but. They have the obvious choice in front of them of the exclusive tag. Saving with fifteen million, I think it was, isn't worth all of this unless they do have some kind of. I've been hearing a lot of people saying, "Oh, smoke screens." People saying that they're not in. Um, of course, everyone's going to be in for a certain price. Either there's a chance that maybe the owners uh, are very slimy people and. You know, there's always been a little bit of disagreements between the NFLPA and the owners. Maybe the owners know that they're not going to cough up all this money. Who knows? I don't think that's the case. But the Ravens might have a plan in mind where they really do want to get that eight pick or seven or the nine and take someone like Levis or take someone. And the Ravens have a plan. I mean, I don't think that they're going to get a receiver in the second round either because they're not smart enough to get a receiver and even if they did he wouldn't end up being good because that's the Ravens um, but I think that I really, I mean I really hope maybe this is just me being a little hopeful that they're going to do something smart but I think that they have to have at least some kind of idea bro you hope that you'd hope they'd have some kind of idea but do you really know does it feel like they have a great plan in place or does this feel like the situation I described to you where the, the Eagles selected selected Jalen Rager and the Vikings were like uh whoops. Sorry, wrong button. And the Vikings were like, 
they're sitting there going, I, I don't know if you've seen the footage, but the Vikings literally are like, they're sitting in the war room, and they're like, we just lost Justin Jefferson. Oh, man, the Eagles are going to take him. This is just, this sucks. This sucks really, really badly. And the Eagles select Jalen Rager. And the Vikings are just like, can you believe it? We just got Justin Jefferson. Like, this is the way I feel the Ravens are attacking the situation. I know you want to be hopeful that they've got some of some amazing plan in place. And maybe they do. And Steven's calling in again. Steven, if I miss you, dial back in. Uh, St- Steven, what, what you got, pal? I mean, everything's been pretty much covered. I'm just wondering, you know, who's going to pay Lamar two hundred million? Is it Atlanta? I just went through it. I don't, I just, I don't see it. Did you take a break, Stephen? Did did you step away from the TV or the the YouTube? Because I just explained it. The New York Jets are going to pull. The New York Jets are going to pull out all the stops. You told me to take a break, so I I didn't get uh, involved in too much stuff or whatever. That was, uh, I just uh, was taking a break and just listening. Yeah, that's well, all. well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Did you not hear what I said about who's Atlanta, going to pay? I mean, you know, if, if you're Atlanta, who are you going to draft? What are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, uh, Rogers ain't coming there? I don't know you why. Know, if you want somebody to put up and see to you, go get Lamar Jackson. I don't know if why Lamar. Is it Cooper? And that's it. I don't know why Lamar is not on you the table. I mean? Lamar is not worth three first. He's not. I keep telling you guys that. He is, he Lamar, is whether Lamar whether is you, look, let's not dance around this over and over, Stephen. Whether you agree that he's worth three first-rounders or not, it's not relevant because the market value is as such. He's worth three first-rounders in the fair market value for a top-five quarterback. He's a top-five quarterback. If you're, if, you're the, if you're the Houston Texans, are you giving out three firsts for Lamar? Yes. That's insane. You know what's insane? insane. You know what's insane? Putting the non-exclusive tag on Lamar. That's insane. That is that is reckless use of resources, my guy. That is an HR violation. That is a take a lap offense. We knew that he was only worth only two first round picks. Nobody's giving three. Nobody's giving four. Nobody's giving giving you smitty money. No, they're not getting it. The Ravens are too smart for that. They're not getting the Ravens, the Ravens. money. He's not getting it. He's got to move on, and that's it. Hold on, I got, I got the hey. NFL. Hold on, I got the NFL script here. The Ravens are going to pretend to be smart in 2023. I, I, I guess you're right. The script says the Ravens are too smart for that. The Ravens aren't too smart for anything right now, bro. They're not. They're not. You've got a horrible GM. You've got a mismanaged quarterback situation. You're bringing a new offensive coordinator in. So you got a whole bunch of change anyway. And you've been unsuccessful deploying this run-heavy system. Then more pass-heavy. More run-heavy. Let's switch back and forth because we we tried to go pass-heavy. They don't Cincinnati offense got stonewalled. And we were one play away from winning that game and beating Cincinnati and going to the playoffs. I don't want to hear that crap. It is what it is. The Ravens are going to be right there every single freaking year, defensively, Steven, offensively. Steven. Whether Lamar is there or not, it doesn't matter. Steven, I've got a, I've got a, uh, I've got a, a, a uh, I'll do this, I'll do this with you. You buy a, uh, a TheFantasyFootballShow.com 2024 membership from me. 35 bucks. 
Okay, if the Ravens make the playoffs without Lamar Jackson. Make the playoffs. Make, the make, if the Ravens don't win the division or make the playoffs. Okay, great. Throw it in. Win the division or make the playoffs. If the Ravens don't win the division or make the playoffs, if they don't, you buy my lifetime membership, the $99 content membership. Or no, I'm sorry, you buy the $35 membership. If the Ravens make the playoffs or win the division, I'll give you a free lifetime $99 lifetime membership of content on the Fantasy Football Show. Okay? All you got to no, do is buy... I want it all free. That... I want it all free. I want you to pay every single year of it. No, it's a lifetime membership. You get it for... Yeah, you, you, that you're going to pay for. You... <laughs> if the Ravens win, the, Re- the Ravens win and go to the playoffs. Well, I can comp it because it, it, is... it, it is my product. What I'm trying to say is I will give you my content for life for free. Content for life. You, you don't have to pay again. Every year is free for you. You get content free for life. If the Ravens, I've been watching you for uh, two. I've been watching you for about two or three years now. You do pretty good. Th- thanks, Stephen. Appreciate that. Um, you do. I mean, uh, you uh, you answer a lot of questions and stuff like that. I, I enjoy your content while I'm here. The, the content enjoys you back. You you got mixed reviews in the chat, but every great maestro is going to have haters and and people that love them. So you got a nice mixed bag here. People love you. They they love you. They're annoyed. They love you. They can't they want to get more of you. They want you to stop. It's back and forth, but that's any great any any great entertainer is going to have negativity and positivity on both sides. So you're doing well, good, you're doing a good job. And, and you know that more than anybody else and I, I'm glad that I could help. I mean, <laughs> you're if help. It, uh, if you're... It is, uh, Thanks for being it here. Has helped uh, your viewership or whatever. I, I can appreciate that, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Know. Uh, uh, let's go, Ron Navy. Ron Navy, you got anything you want to add? I'm going to go eat here in a second. Here's, here's something. Here's something. Okay, let's say that um, Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the Jets. Now, that's going to cost the Jets probably at least their number 13 first round pick, right? Uh if 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 Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, I imagine they're giving up that pick, yes. Yeah. So look at the Green Bay situation. If that happens, just as, let's not talk about cuz they're going to get other picks. They're going to get more for than the, just that pick. But Green Bay will have the 13th and what? The 15th pick in the first round. Um, let's see their, their drafts. Yeah, so they're going to have those two picks. They're going to have the power to move up or move down. Yeah, and 15. Who says that they don't pick up like a, a Bijan? Well, they, to, they, to they go with love. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but the I fact that they restructured Aaron Jones and they got Dylan, I don't think they go that, I think yeah. they, they go wide receiver maybe. Maybe they go get a Quentin Johnson. Well, not that early. Not with those two picks. They they take those two picks. Fifteen would be. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba at fifteen would be back. perfect. But but anyway, um, I, I agree that those picks are phenomenal. If that ends up happening, Aaron Rodgers may or may not command that pick. I'm not too sure. It's hard to know. The fact that the Jets now have Lamar Jackson in play for that pick, and then a future first. Maybe the Jets changed their approach. Maybe they say, "Oh my God, wait a minute! Aaron Rodgers is a rental. We're gonna give up a. We're gonna give up this high draft pick in the top ten for a rental. 
when we can go give up one more future first, which is going to be late as can be. This first rounder in 2024 for the New York Jets is going to be at bottom of the barrel. This is going to be number 30 or number 27 or number 28. Maybe it's not 32, but this is going to be a low draft pick that they're giving up in 2024. And they're probably saying to themselves right now, if we're giving up a first a top 10 pick, let's go get a guy that's going to be here for years and years and years. And we already know that the uh, Jets are willing to overpay to get that veteran. So I'm not saying it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers already feels like he's 50-50, right? I think they've got people sending, they're, they're sending a jet over to, to, to Lamar right now. They've got their two best guys in New York. They might not show up at the table and a, and a, a random guy named Bob's going to show up and Aaron Rodgers is going to say, who are you? Oh, the other two guys had to go do something real quick. <laughs> they got on a flight and headed to, headed to Baltimore. Not a big deal. Nothing to see here. But we're just kind of, you know, dotting all of our, our, uh, dotting all of our eyes and crossing all of our t's. Uh, we'll see what happens. But now the Jets have have decisions to make, and either way, the Jets are yeah, probably coming out I on don't top. See them saying, "Oh no, we're not going to get rid of the 13th pick," because they want Aaron Rodgers. They want him, no matter what. They want him. They, they're not really looking at Lamar. The only way they would look at Lamar at this point would be is the Aaron Rodgers says I don't want to come play for you. I don't I don't I don't know that we know that though Ron and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you that I have any information because, on well, that. The reason I would say that that might not be the case though. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But the reason that we might not know is because again, he wasn't he he was expected to be exclusive tagged. And and on on, on top of that, uh when you look at the fact that like I said in an auction draft, you're, you're Jerry calling again I missed your call. You're very much trying not to alert people of your interest level because you don't want to drive the price or the the uh, bidding war up. So we don't fully know what the Jets were going to do once the tag was slapped down. I think they fully expected it like any sane individual that it was going to be the exclusive tag. And so I firmly believe that now that it's the non-exclusive tag, it's things have changed a little bit for the Jets because... Like I said earlier, was Lamar, because I know Steven doesn't believe it, but you were surrendering three first-rounders. So was three first-rounders and a $220 million guaranteed deal worth it for the Jets over Aaron Rodgers? And they didn't even know if Lamar was going to be available because they, they may have inked a long-term deal. So that's why you haven't heard anything. There wasn't any ability to even talk about it. But now that he's been non-exclusive tagged, the Jets are very much going to be interested, I think, Maybe we hear similar to the Diana Rossini report about the Falcons not being interested in Lamar. And you're like, what? Maybe we do hear that. And the Jets are trying to enamor Aaron Rodgers. But I think they'd be crazy not to re-enter this topic of discussion behind closed doors and say, hey, hey, hey. We don't even know if we're getting Lamar. He's an uncertainty right now. We can go slap an offer sheet at the doorstep of, of Lamar Jackson. And if he signs it, and we know Baltimore is not interested in paying $220 million guaranteed, let's make sure it's a high number. We've got Lamar Jackson, and he's our future. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is a rental. And so, I, I don't I get, I get what you're saying, Ron, but we didn't have the same uh, variables at play like we have right now in this equation. So I think I think the Jets are yeah, crazy but, not but to be interested. Too. If they were actually thinking like that, they could have got Derek Carr for just money and not even given up any draft picks whatsoever and kept their draft picks, not giving up Derek, any of their Derek Carr is an absolute so, uh, non-needle mover. He is not a good quarterback. He is old. He is done. 
Paul will not do anything in New Orleans. I'm telling you that right now. We've seen this. I think you still I mean, got a little bit left, Stephen. I think he's Stephen. wide receiver that was, uh, that was uh, there, and Josh Jacobs, which was the leading running back, and he couldn't get anything done. Stephen, he had the worst defense in the entire National Football League for the entire reign in, in Oakland and in Las Vegas. Like, there's a lot of blame to be thrown on the, the Raiders, similar to throwing the Baltimore Ravens. To be honest with you, Stephen, I don't mean to butt in here, but your team is no different than the Raiders at the end of the day. The, the way that things are run and the holes that you leave to not support the supporting cast that you have is very similar. In different ways, but very similar. The Raiders, the Ravens, very, very similar organizations the way that they operate and not I, I, fully I enable what they I have in front of them. I, well, of course. The Raiders have no defense. That's what I'm saying. It's de- it's it's a different it's a different balance of an, an adequate management of the team is what I'm trying to say, Stephen. I'm not saying the Ravens don't have a better defense than the Ra- Raiders. I just told you the Raiders yeah, we're, are we're one we're of the Raiders. worst in the entire. We're, we play defense. The Raiders are one of the worst defenses in the entire National Football League and have been for the entire reign that Derek Carr's been there. The Ravens' defense is good. But guess what? You guys manage your situations very similar, and you don't enable the players that need to be enabled so that you can win playoff games. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, of course, the defense is better. We have uh, we have put a lot of, uh, of emphasis on defense. We always have. Um, I uh, since 2020, uh, since the end of the 2019 season, when Lamar got the MVP, it was like we, we were just freaking rolling. You know what I mean? And then we got beat, and I'm like, well, we can come back on this. We can get back there again. We haven't. But the thing of Why? it is this: that it's defense. Uh, we are always going to lean into defense, and whether it's the 49ers or whatever, you got to score. And we're going to try to keep you from fucking scoring. My, pardon my friend. Oh, Stephen, you were doing so and good, and now you got to get booted yet again. Stephen, you can't do it. Stephen, your 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 Baltimore Ravens are not going to get past my Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Your Baltimore Ravens are going to finish behind my Pittsburgh Steelers. Your Baltimore Ravens won't even make the playoffs this year. Ticket, hey, ticket. I, I, I tried. I tr- you guys, you guys heard me try and accept, you know extend the challenge to him. He didn't even like agree or disagree. He just he started interrupting. I don't even know if he. I don't even know if he accepted it at this point. He's got to verbally accept the challenge. So I, I don't sit there and all year think I'm beating him on this challenge because I didn't say I'd do it. We'll have to find out. I gotta go eat. We got an hour until I come back to do the 7 p.m. show. So I'm gonna go eat. Ron, I appreciate you. Uh, Commission, you got 10 seconds. Any final words? Jerry, I'll give you ten I seconds. I think people are overlooking how I think people are overlooking how this is going to affect the Ravens' locker room in the next year. Even if they sign anything, they're still going to be fucked up. All right, uh, thank so, you. You, you. You dropped a, a swear word there, and that hurt, hurts the monetization value of the video. So I had to hang up on you too. Jerry, Jerry, you got twenty seconds. Jerry, go. Hey, Smitty, uh, I'm a Ravens fan too. I'm I sorry. Feel like crying right now, but I was just wondering, what do you think? Um, if we traded him and then drafted Anthony Richardson and then just start start the whole thing over again. Well, you're not trading him. He's non-exclusive franchise tag, so you're surrender you're releasing him, you're relinquishing your ability to retain him for in exchange for two first-round picks 
And like I said, I've said this the entire show, bro. We've been live for, for let's see here. We've been live for yep. uh, two hours and 37 minutes. And almost my entire theme of this, the entire theme, bro, has been exactly what you just said. If the Ravens don't somehow keep Lamar because he doesn't sign an offer sheet, comes back, you work out a long-term deal after all this fiasco. fiasco. Um, if you don't retain Lamar or you don't trade for the number one overall pick to get Stroud or Anthony Richardson because the Texans aren't giving up the two picks, so it means you have to go after the one. If you don't get the number one overall pick or you don't get Lamar, you're going to have a seller-dweller season and your franchise is in total rebuild mode. I hate to break it to you. But I, I exactly what you just said. You go get Anthony Richardson or Stroud. You might you might have a chance of having a little bit of a hiccup, but a bounce back and resurgence in one to two years from now. That's your only shot. Otherwise, the the Ravens are heading down the Titans path. The Titans, the Ravens, the Cardinals. Even right now, uh, even though we have a quarterback, we still don't have the plan of attack in place, and I don't think we have the quarterback unless Gannon can get the most out of him. Maybe he can. I'm hopeful, but I don't expect it. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate you um, uh, dialing in, and I'll see you later, pal. All right, um, uh, Let's see here. Uh, TFC, thank you. He says uh, to recover the monetization. I appreciate that. That doesn't. That probably if, if it gets hit, that probably won't do the do the do the deed though. But I appreciate you dropping the four dollar holler. Thank you for being on the phone line the entire time too. It was a good. It was a good conversation there, Commission. Uh, Jerry, appreciate you. Ron Navy, appreciate you. I'll see you all back here at seven p.m. See you later, Ron. Later, Smitty. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you all at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's a little less than an hour. Uh, I'm going to go eat. I'm getting hangry. See you later. Congrats on uh, whoever acquires Lamar for this this absolute disaster of a non-franchise or a non-exclusive tag that the Ravens dropped on him.